do a whole show about clapping. <laughs> I, I There's mean, different rhythms. I got rhythm. You don't have rhythm. We already learned. So let's hey, not. hey, hey! I'm learning. A man you can't can dream. learn rhythm. I don't think. I think you have to feel it. You can learn it. There's How? videos on YouTube. Okay, welcome to episode 47 of Opinions That Don't Matter. Beep, 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 beep. Beep, beep, beep. How can you learn rhythm? I like I just tried to change the subject. Yeah. Uh, hey, Katie, what's with California and white sneakers? <laughs> no. How do you learn rhythm? You know, you just got to practice. <laughs> but practice then, then a different song with is going to come simple rhythmic pattern. With a different beat, and you're going to be thrown off. I think it's something you have to feel. It's an innate thing. Ooh, well, if there's any uh, music teachers out there, maybe you can settle this score for us. I think it's something you can learn. I'm I think hoping. You, you can learn how to feel a beat. Yeah, but I don't you're such a defeatist. Oh, geez, You're Louise. telling me I'll never be able to have rhythm? Well, I think it's just something you have or don't have. Yeah. Like, I don't have artistic talent. You no, don't hear you do me not. fucking bitching about it. All right. <laughs> Welcome to a very special episode of Festivus for the rest of us. I got We're dressed gonna... up. You look wonderful. <laughs> uh, for those oh, who I forgot to put the ice pack on my knee. That's the icing on the cake, for That's sure. That's the icing. Um, I hurt myself doing absolutely nothing. That's not true. You were doing laundry. I know, and I moved too quick for our screen door that doesn't quite, it like got caught. I didn't open it all the way as quickly as I thought I was going to, and I rammed my knee right into it. It's actually pretty hideous. Uh, that bruise developed within 30 seconds. I was like, that's going to leave Mark. It and was it not, has. Yeah. It's Although not I've like, been icing it. It's been better. Yes. Rest, ice, compression, elevation. Rice. Yes. It's the only thing I remember from uh, we had one teacher in in gym school uh, in high school. I don't even know if we learned that. Yeah, he was like, "Listen, if you hurt yourself." My uh, coaches told me that and yeah. stuff. So yeah, makes sense. Hey, cool. Hey. Well, well Katie, uh, we have a sponsor yet again <gasps> this week. We are just wow. rolling. This podcast is taking off like a jet airplane with no fuel. I'm gonna say like a. No, it's great. It's like one of those old lawnmowers you have to pull the yeah. the string a lot. Mm-hmm. With that said, I'm just going to jump right into yes, the tell us. words that we are paid to say. Mm-hmm. You have mm-hmm. you have 24 hours. You know what is that? An oh, ultimatum? You always leave them with ultimatum. You yeah, have two days. But uh, a big sponsor to our a big sponsor to our thank you. How about that? <laughs> I am going to spit. Shocked me. Thousand Fell. Thousand Fell created uh, the world's first 100% recyclable circular sneaker. We call it full circle footwear. Really? Yes. Totally recyclable. Yeah. So their sneakers are designed from innovative leatherless materials and backed by their brand owned recycling program, which guarantees they will never wind up in a landfill. That's amazing. Thousand Fell sneakers not only do good, they look good. Boy, do Ooh. they ever. They feel good and they're built to last. I. They say they're built to last. I have not worn them yet, but. That's what they say. I'm actually thinking about getting some. <laughs> They're pretty cool. That's pretty cool because, well, also, you know me, I always buy used things anyways, like on eBay or whatever, so. Yep. Well, uh, Vogue said that these sneakers will bring both a cool factor and practicality. Mm. I don't doubt it. So about their sneakers, they're 100% leatherless, 100% recyclable, 100% vegan. They don't eat meat. Mm. Uh, No, but they're certified. Or cheese. Yeah. It's certified by PETA, so that's good. Zero waste. They're stain and water resistant, which uh, I need because white sneakers dude yeah. you gotta have them clean you gotta get the mr clean eraser to keep those things clean odor repellent blister proof i don't know how you blister proof a shoe but i'm in and they have a versatile design magic they're currently running a 20 percent off uh special with the code circularity 
through the end of the month. Visit thousandfell.com. That's an intense code. Mm-hmm. Circularity. How do you spell that? <laughs> I'll put it on the screen. Can you use it in the form of a sentence? Uh, so visit thousandfell.com today. And don't forget to mention that you heard of them through Opinions That Don't Matter for their post-purchase survey. Yay. Yeah. That's really interesting because um, I buy it. Like I was saying, I buy most of my clothes on eBay and everything. And part of it's because I love a good deal, but also because people get rid of clothing when they're not bad. Nothing's wrong with them. They're just sick of it. And it's like trash and treasure. Someone's trash is my treasure. Yeah. And that's cool that those shoes don't fill, you know, because you shouldn't just throw clothes away. There's I'm, somebody like me out there who would want to buy them and yeah. they don't. Especially since these don't stink. Yeah. They're odor repellent. Well, they're not so. odor. I mean. Yeah. If you had some but real I, stinky toes. So I was checking out the, the websites of different sponsors that mm-hmm. we can work with. And these guys showed up and I clicked on it and I fell for the marketing. Not that it was just, you know, a, a fishing lure, but usually I skip through the websites and I look at them I'm like, oh, whatever, I'm not into this product. Mm-hmm. But it caught my eye because they had really killer looking white sneakers on the front of the website. So I kind of drilled down into it and um, I have white sneakers. I just don't wear them. They're Chuck Taylors. Oh, yeah. You're, we got those because you were Mr. Clean one year. Right. But you know why I don't wear them? Because I'm afraid of getting them dirty. Seriously? Yeah. You get those chucks in the wash, like in the fucking, just with your laundry, dude. I'm just saying, um, there's something about white sneakers. You want to keep them nice and clean. Hmm. You know, remember uh, Pam Beasley? Oh, she won. Yeah, the whitest sneakers. Yeah, she felt uh, got up in that Chili's. Yeah. Uh-huh feel god in this chilies tonight yeah. anyways they got great white sneakers and i was pretty stoked that's so awesome are, how expensive are they um i didn't even look sean 20 percent off so jeez louise but that's really cool yeah what an awesome idea i thought so i think so i think that. all things like that should be biodegradable since we remember in that office episode new leads when dwight and michael end up at the dump and he's like no other animal could create this dwight's like this is amazing and i was like why do we create so much waste Jesus Christ. It's pretty gross. It's pretty um, terrible. There's a great film that uh, it's it's in English with subtitles, but it's mainly uh, Spanish-speaking people on the island of Puerto Rico. Oh, the one your friend made. Yeah, Karen uh, Rossi. Shout out to Special K. Yeah. Um, she made a film. What was that called? Like Ten Pe- years ago. Pero. Isla de, Sh- de la Chatera. That's my Spanish. <laughs> it's Island of Cars or something, right? Trash Island. Trash, Trash Heap Island. Island. Oh. So the whole story, I'll make it real we quick. We have it in our thing. We still have our DVD. It's a great film. She's actually a really good filmmaker. Um, so Puerto Rico has a real problem. One of it is that... Traffic is fucking terrible, you guys. In this film, people get up at like four in the morning to get to work on time. Because if they don't leave that early, yeah. it takes them hours. They just So everything that I knew about Puerto Rico is that it's a, a beautiful island in I've the Caribbean. I think we've had a stop off there i've never been for a a visit and it looks gorgeous but the truth is it's a ton of asphalt and a ton of cars so it's a real car culture they uh doesn't the average family have like three cars or something crazy she was saying yeah something like something where like you don't need like sean and i have one car and a lot of people don't even have any right but when you get rid of a car what do you do or like what's the end of a car's life in, I don't in, know, you sell it or whatever. And but eventually it ends up in a, yard or something. in a junkyard, right? Mm-hmm. Well, that island just, I mean, it's an island with a, a limited <laughs> amount of space, yeah. right? They can't so, like ship it off to some other part. Right. But the car companies, I believe the credit companies, they, they're all kind of in on the fact that the Puerto Rican culture loves cars. 
couple that with the fact that these car companies and their lending arms uh, are, are lending capital money really cheaply. So people are able to buy cars, but the rates that they're lending them at, it's they're astronomical. They're like loan shark rates, but very easy to get. So okay. everyone has a car. They're in and, and nobody can them. afford them, really? They're like barely paying them? I forget. We haven't watched the film. I mean, it came out like years ago. Yeah. Like probably, what, eight years ago? It's fantastic to like see that Puerto Rico, this beautiful island, is actually just a bunch of trash cars. Why would that be fantastic to see? It's not fantastic <laughs> in a good sense. Like, wow, it's It's amazing. Like, whoa, amazing. Yeah. yeah. It's shocking it's, and terrifying and horrible. Some uh, say fantastic to see. I, I shouldn't have. I don't think so. Yeah. But yeah, so we are here and it, we're on vacation, kind of. I, I always joke because it's like we don't really take vacation like the traditionals. I think that's what I miss most about working for a regular job is that when you take vacation, you're just like, fuck it, man. I don't even care who emails me. It doesn't even matter. Yep. But when you work for yourself, you're like, shit. And you never really. Yeah, that's so depressing. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but that's what I miss most. That's about. amazing. That's it's, it's incredible. Um, but that's what I miss most about working for something else, some like someone else, because you just bye and working you're done. for the man. Yeah, I don't mind working for the man so much. Working but when you work for yourself, you go from what I call a lot of work to what I call light work. And right now we're in light work zone. Yeah, it's nice. Mm-hmm. It would be nice if it was like this all the time, but uh, it's not bad. I don't know how that would work. <laughs> Go work for the man. Put in, you know, yeah, the you just 40 put in hours. A few of- hours. <laughs> I remember when I did work for the man, I could get like all of my work done by lunchtime. And I'd just be like. Then you'd sit in your chair and spin for mm-hmm. the rest of the day. Well, I remember I used to just like, I'd do a bunch of random research. I was so bored. Yeah. That's the thing. Read all the New York Times. And I'd just do all sorts of random stuff to befill the time. You know. Take a lot of breaks. Make more coffee. Yeah. What's the uh, the game you play on the computer? Oh, solitaire. Solitaire. I like that you remembered that noise, but you didn't remember <laughs> solitaire. Listen, Everybody in the office is playing it, and that's because they're fucking bored. When you get up to the pearly gates, I'm pretty sure there's going to be a dude there or a lady, and there's going to be they're going to be an accountant. They're going to say, "Okay, you spent uh, this Why much would they time. Tell you that? I don't believe you know in the really pearly pursuing." Gates. That'd be awesome, though. It's almost like a uh, year in review, but yeah. it's like life in review, right? <laughs> This is your life, Sean. You spent, uh, let's see, 3,000 hours playing uh, Dungeons and Dragons. You um, No, you spent millions and millions of hours reading random articles in Flipboard. Yes, I'm, I'm uh, mm-hmm. trying to stay up on all the news. I can't keep up with all of it. Who cares? I do. I care about the news. I hate the news. I don't, do you guys even give any shits? I give no shits. I have no fucks left. Oh my God, one of my favorite memes right now is the... <laughs> have you guys seen this it's these two girls and i've seen this video before it's i think it's probably like three or four years old but it's like these girls and i'm saying girls because they're like in their teen their teens in high school and or middle school even maybe and they clearly do not know how to uh what's it called in track where you have to jump hurdles they're doing the running the hurdles they clearly have no business running hurdles they don't even know what they're doing and at every hurdle one of them trips falls or gets their foot hooked on it and they they keep going they, they're not giving up. Hurdle after hurdle, fall after fall. They are slow and terrible. <laughs> and then, so there's two forms of this meme. There's one one form that says, these are the last fucks I have to give in 2020. Mm-hmm. And they're like, really? They're barely there. And then the other one says, my last two brain cells trying to get me through 2020. <laughs> yeah. 
Tweedledum and Tweedledee over there jumping over Whoever the those girls are have got to be like, please make this stop. <laughs> I don't know. They could be like the girl from Amanda's wedding. Amanda and Justin's wedding. Uh, True. She took that in stride. What's her name? Vanessa? Uh, she, so we went to my nephew's Veronica? wedding. And uh, he and Amanda had a wonderful wedding. Mm -hmm. it, so I, I filmed the wedding uh, for them, which was, you know, uh, just something I could do to help out. And I thought it turned out really well. But there is a, a video, there's a shot that took place. And I think I was in the right place at the right time. And it is pure gold. Like well, it, and the reason he was in the right place at the right time, just to stage it for you guys. So, you know, in each wedding, they're not all people do this. I don't think we did anything like this stuff, but a lot of people have these little like games or certain things like dance off or you do this or answer these questions. Or there's some like, you know, games and uh, to get people excited and people on the dance floor and stuff like that. There's like things that people do. And they were doing the bride's side of the well family. it wasn't even just the side it was like her and her girls did a little dance thing and then the guys did a dance thing but the guys danced first yes and then the the bride amanda comes out with i think she was her maid of honor yeah and she comes out and, okay and then so sean's filming this because it's part of the i was setting it up because that's why you were filming it there's like 150 people mm -hmm. around a dance floor mm -hmm. and uh, I've got the camera over Justin's shoulder, Justin and his best man. Mm -hmm. So you can see them. They're, Justin's a the groom. They're on the left and right of the frame. Mm -hmm. And between the two of them, we're looking at the dance floor with the ladies about to bust a move, mm -hmm. right? He's so, going to show us their best the moves. Their best moves. And then, so, <laughs> you know what? I'm just going to, I'm going to play it on the screen. Uh, okay. So oh yeah, because you it. have the footage. Hopefully they'll give me the rights to do that. But, uh, I think we own it since you shot it. Yeah, I it's really, no paperwork. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> it's really funny. She falls flat on her face. She falls flat on her face. And then the, the meme was all my friends getting married and me or something. She made a joke like yeah. that. I forget what it was. But anyway, so she, she was a really good sport. I couldn't believe how she hit the ground. The, the I sound, thought she was hurt. The sound was terrifying. It was. It was like. It was like smack. taking a wet steak and throwing it on the yeah. floor. Slap. Yeah. And we, I was like, oh. and then, oh, she's up. Oh, to be in your 20s. Because right? she popped right back up after she hit head first. I mean, I think the embarrassment is heavier than the potential bruises on her legs or whatever. Yeah. The right? bruises would be on her forehead because she. I don't know if her head actually hit. Her head hit the ground. Ugh. Like she. But anyway, so it's you guys enjoy and watch and it's hilarious. She's fine. And she thought it was funny also. Yeah. So that's what makes it fun. But yeah, yeah she was totally okay, which was great. Yeah. Uh, she pulled off the triple Lindy, so. I don't even know what that's called. You've never seen the triple Lindy? You're making this up. No, the triple Lindy is a It's a like move. a triple sour cow? Yeah, it's a move that is invented in a movie. I'll, sh I'll, I'll play it right now. Oh, we're so fancy. <laughs> uh, triple Lindy. Oh, is Lindy the guy that used to do all the... Wasn't that the guy who was it's the back stunt to man? No, oh. uh, back to school. Was that it? Rodney Dangerfield when he's on the pool or in the pool and he jumps from one diving board to the other to the other. I've never seen that. And I, don't know what talking doing... about. I don't think I've watched anything with Rodney Dangerfield. Oh, he's so good. I don't even know if I actually, if you told, like showed me photos, who is that? I'd be like, mm, I don't know. Mm -hmm. I know the name, but I don't know what it means. We've got a lot of work to do, Katie. We do. Okay. You know what I want to talk about today? We have letters to read through. Thank you for sending in all your letters. We're trying to get through them, but I want to share with you if you have not seen these and I would like you to let us know of others your favorite holiday funnies like for me snl saturday night live it kills it 
Now, not so much. I think it's kind of trash. But back in the day when I was a kid, the SNL holiday specials and the things that they would run leading up to Christmas were the best. One, one that's been shown that's a little bit newer and I don't love it, but I don't hate it, is the sweater weather. Ah, oh, sweater weather. It's my favorite time of year. Sweater weather. I don't know what you you're talking about. You haven't seen that one? No. <gasps> anyway, I don't even know what you're talking about in regards guys, to... SNL skits. Holiday skits. I don't re- recall any of them. Sweaty balls? I mean, I know the... But was that a holiday one? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, they'd have like... Leading up to the holidays, the skits would all be Christmas. Makes sense. And it's amazing. Okay. So my favorite is sweaty balls. And if you don't know what it is... I just encourage you to get on, you're on YouTube if you're already on, if you're not, if you're listening to audio, get on YouTube and YouTube, S-N-L, Shweddy, I think it's. S-C-H-W-E-T-T-Y. Maybe. Balls. And it'll figure it out. It'll know what you mean. And it is, which one of the Baldwins? Uh, Alec. Alec. Alec Baldwin. And he's Mr. Shweddy and his family, they're a bakery and they make these balls. For Christmas. Alec Baldwin has one of those amazing voices. He's so powerful with mm-hmm. the way he's he speaks or can deliver something like Glengarry Glen he Ross. Could have been, yeah, he, he could do great voiceover work. Oh my god. Or yeah. have been a politician. He probably does. Probably does. Yeah. Yep. But he's also from what I can tell, a little bit of a loose cannon. I mean, he goes off on people in public. He those tapes of him being really rude to his I daughter. Know. He he apparently is a little a little difficult. A little crazy. Uh, yeah, but I don't Alec know. Baldwin, you know, he, uh, can do he, what he and his wants, wife Hilaria just had their fifth baby. Malaria. Hilaria. Her name is not Hilaria. You guys know you're nodding. Yes. H I L A R I A. That's hilarious. It is. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. So that, I mean, that was a while ago there. Babe, I don't know how old the baby is now. Let's say a few months old, like yeah. seven months old. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did you but have anyway, notes today, by the way? I have notes, but. So sweaty balls is my favorite. I also enjoy sweater weather. Um, what do you guys like? SNL holiday skits or skits in general, funnies, holiday funnies. Do you have any that come to mind? You didn't even know that sh- the sweaty balls was like a holiday special. Yeah, I don't. I don't recall it being. A He's holiday like, it's film. our busiest time of year. They're wearing like Christmas sweaters. Ah, man, Sean. Yeah, I didn't find that era of Saturday Night Live that good, so I I'd stopped watching along the way. How dare the, you? In the mid nineties. How how da- take it back? How dare you? It is what it is. Every I once in a while, someone grows up and then they forget about Saturday Night Live. It's like uh, Peter Pan, you know? Yeah. It's true. I, I mean, my cousin Amanda and I would watch it all the time. And we would watch the best of SNL, the DVDs, leading up to New Year's Eve almost every year. Yeah. What a difficult job they have. Every week you have to come up with some new funny mm-hmm. stuff and then air it. Some of it's going to land flat, you know? And well, some you're of the ones get... you think are funny, I don't think are f- I think we have a different sense of humor sometimes. Yeah. And they get beat up in the press and these people are just comedians working a craft. Sometimes it's not going to land. Well, I don't understand why people beat up comedians in the press. I've talked with Christina about this a little bit because if you just don't think someone's funny, you just don't listen. Like, I don't know why you have to like pretend that like call them names or say that they, because a joke is a joke. It doesn't mean they believe it. Right. You can think it's not funny and be like, oh, that didn't land for me. But to be like, that means that that comedian is X, Y, Z, you know? I'm like, no, I think it's a joke and you don't think that joke's funny. Yeah. Does that make sense? Hmm. That's why we like Tim Dillon. He just puts it all out there. It's just really raunchy from the get. Yeah. He he offends a lot of people <laughs> really quickly within everybody. the first five minutes. That's his goal. Yeah. What was his... Uh, be offensive. Hmm? He used to get up oh. on stage and say, 
just want to get that out there. I'm, I'm a homosexual. Gay. Yeah. And people would be like, oh, it's really edgy, right? Mm-hmm. Because people were closeted or whatever. Or maybe it just was. Because he's my he's my age. He's 36. I'm okay. 37. So it would have been. When he was growing like up. 20 was, years ago. Yeah. Yeah. It still wasn't, mm-hmm. um, you know, maybe as like, acceptable. So. Which is really crazy to think that in my lifetime that has been. But he's, he's probably right. He knows. Right. He went around the world. You know, so, he'd travel around the States and stuff. Yeah. So that didn't work anymore. He but was saying he, like, now they're like, yeah, they you're so brave. <laughs> and he's like, God damn, that wasn't the point. Yeah. But so. yeah, he's pretty funny. Okay. So um, what did we, I didn't check the comments cause I was busy, but what did people say about Santa hats? Oh, uh, what's the, what's the sense? What's the sense? Most people do not like them. I told you they're <laughs> I stupid surprised. and I hate them. I think they're great. It just makes me think of Clark Griswold. I think it's just terrible. Okay. That's fine. You know? We have a lot of letters this week. I don't know. Oh, People okay. really enjoyed us reading through them and then jumping in and out of them. So we can do that. Um, but also if you have notes that you want to I have to notes, cover. but they're not like specific to this time. Are they they're f- not flat notes? So Are they sharp notes? Usually flat. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. But let's well, get into yeah. it. All right. Do you, want, do you want to read it? That one we've already done. Yes. Ben's, I know we read okay. hers. Okay. We're picking up with Carla. Hi, Carla. Hello. Howdy doody. Says hello from Portugal. Hello to Portugal. My name is Carla and I'm 26 years old. I'm standing on the fine line between collector and hoarder. I have lots of VHS tapes. What, Carla? Including homemade ones, a VHS player connected to an old box TV along with a PlayStation 1 and a Sega Mega Drive and a GameCube. That's a pretty cool setup you got going on there. I mean, my brother would be very excited about this and my cousin Matthew. I also have a CD Walkman. We were just talking about this, the Discman. That was my, I loved it. And then when they had the anti-skip technology that came out, mm-hmm. I thought, my gosh, I'm living in the future. And she has a, a DD Walkman, double D Walkman, along with some cassettes and CDs. I don't know what a DD Walkman is. Maybe either. that's a brand we don't have. CD? A CD Walkman? Maybe. Maybe it was just a typo. I don't know. My father is 71 and has a big collection of vinyl Ooh. and a big old phonograph. Yeah. Explain to people if they don't know what a phonograph is. It's the thing with the right uh it's... I, I know that I, <laughs> that's not if we were uh playing charades i would have lost yeah uh but like a tube the the logo for is it uh rca Vic, victoria yes uh it has the dog sitting next to a phonograph, a phonograph right so it's a, a record player or it's like the original table. record player where the needle like rests on it and it off of the needle comes this horn yeah, basically it's, horn. it's uh an amplification system right so it's your speaker yeah it's very cool anyway i think they're very beautiful without electrical speakers you yeah. have it comes out and it, it amplifies the noise as it comes out you guys should look them up they're really cool okay and a big old phonograph that i hope one day can be mine i would hope so too i'm a huge fan of video games any platform will do playstation xbox nintendo sega atari desktop but my addiction what about coleco why stop there why not in television is it gets better yep harry potter i'm with you Mm. i'm on a journey to have every video game of it to every platform i own and i will own one um and will own one day about holiday traditions i didn't skip anything right okay cool i just want to make sure about holiday traditions, as a family, we don't have them anymore, but I'm all about the traditional Portuguese Christmas food. <gasps> Portuguese Christmas more. food. I can, I'm already excited. I can tell you from my personal experience having Portuguese people in our family, yeah. it is do an you, amazing... Do you know what these foods are? I don't know. I haven't read it. Okay. Portuguese Christmas foods like Broas Casteleres. I haven't heard of it. <laughs> Casteleres. And Bolo Reina. 
and Fjellhoses. I'm speaking that like it's German. Fjellhoses and ugly <laughs> Christmas sweaters with jingle bells, music, and lights. What? No, I just your your German pronunciation was impeccable. I'm doing the best. <laughs> Too bad it's Portuguese. Uh, um, I tried to do the Broas Castelleras like it was Spanish, but then Fjellhoses is. Oh, I want to make it German. Okay. Well. Anyways, so tell us what those are. And we would like to make them because I'm sure they're delicious. Portuguese stuff has a lot of fish, correct? It depends if you're along the coast, sure. Oh. Uh, and a lot of... What the, are the favorite... What are the foods you remember? What I don't really recall um, any of them, but I just remember every time we'd have holiday functions mm -hmm. or get-togethers, the Portuguese people made amazing food. Like yeah. amazing food. I believe it. was it. next level. Yes, just great flavors. Well, I, I, I don't think... Um, your Portuguese family made food the first time I went to Montreal, but Saeed did, oh, who's Pakistanian, right? Yeah, Pakistanian food is amazing as well. And he made this like chickpea, it was like spicy chickpea something. Yeah, it's a lot of vegetarian. It was delicious. And I was like, what is this and who made it? Well, you know where you get to that point in life where, okay, so you're a kid and you don't like that many flavors because you have to be adventurous to, you know, to try different things. So, ooh, olives, that's a little crazy or... um I don't know. There's there's a lot of things, right? Like I couldn't uh, be picky. It was like eat it or go hungry kind yeah. of thing. Also, we had all sorts of weird foods with kishka and pierogies. And yeah. We have like the the Chinese style pork that we have at Christmas and egg rolls. Our family's but, all over the board. But what I'm saying is that you grow up and you know you, you're not that adventurous, right? You have a somewhat a limited uh, amount of foods in your repertoire. Well, and then that you by really the time, like, yeah, yeah, and then by the time you you hit a certain age, you're like, man, I am bored. Yeah, make things. a new food. That's yeah. where I was like... Invent a new animal. Vegetable. Something. A give, flying pig. Give us something. Yeah, that way you could have like buffalo... But I really think it's recipes wings. for us. We need to have like new recipes. Yeah. And so when... Th that's the thing that I'm trying to get to in this mm -hmm. roundabout way is that all these cultures have amazing foods already. It's just oh, yeah. that we don't necessarily know how to use the spices properly. Or... We buy a lot of those spices, but we have no idea what we're doing. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. We just bought Moroccan spice. We did. And, we and just I put poisoned it on every... myself. Oh, I put so did? much on that uh, potato and I... It ruined it. It was a Moroccan potato. It was a little I much. I was Moroccan my, my toilet. Well, Sean does this <laughs> thing where he over... He doesn't just like try something like at a reasonable amount. Like tell him about the potatoes on Thanksgiving. No, nah, it's okay. We'll we'll move on from there. <laughs> so Sean's in charge of the potatoes. Well, I thought we were moving on in the letter. Let's... No, I'm going to tell them the story. So Sean loves potatoes. That's that's a sweater right there. Sean loves potatoes. He loves them so much. And I was responsible for making. Oh, we put that whole chicken in the in the pressure cooker. Yeah. But I was making the stuffing and the carrot souffle. And yeah. you were helping too. It's not like I was, but you were responsible for the potatoes. I bought, got the water boiling and you were like chopping them up. So we boiled some potatoes and we got these like small tricolored potatoes. So there's like some purple, some whatever. It was just like a little bag that they had at the grocery store. So we boil them up and I told Sean, I was like, you can mash them and you know, whatever, there's butter in the fridge and yada, yada, yada. And he's like, okay, I think I'm gonna, I don't know what I'll do with them. I'll do something different. And I was like, do whatever you want. I don't mind, you know, whatever you want. <laughs> and we got this ranch seasoning, which if you haven't had ranch seasoning, it's amazing. And you can put it in your eggs. You can put it, you can make a dip out of it. We got it at Costco. It's amazing. And so Sean takes the top off of it. That was his first problem because it already has pretty big like holes in the shaker part. That you but can... I needed more. 
and so so much ranch seasoning went into those potatoes that they the zing they were slightly tangy like when you put a battery on your I tongue i couldn't even eat them we we threw them out yeah in my defense Luckily, we didn't make that much i've made potatoes a couple of thousand times in my life you know like i'm i'm pretty proficient at it this was so i'm one for oh you know, totally i've never and you're a great cook he cooks almost every dinner for me you guys i'm super spoiled so like, I took out my cookbook that I keep, my my man journal for when I'm cooking, and I uh, wrote a little note and I said, "Never slightly less <laughs> slightly ranch, less ranch powder. powder." The but ratio guys, is not. Eight I saw potatoes it go to, like a quarter cup, like. And I was like, well, "That's a lot of seasoning." Yeah, that was a bad ratio. But that's like your Moroccan seasoning. Sometimes Sean just goes balls the walls all out, put it in there, and then you're like. It's a little much. It's how you learn. You got to live life on the edge. I mean, I kitchen. think I already knew. Because if you just like lick your finger and stick it in that stuff, you're like, oh, that's that's some tartness. I'm never going to live this down. Zing. As you can see, Kitty likes to rub my nose in it. Not really. We haven't even talked about it. It was also kind of funny because I tried to eat it. I'd mix it with like cranberry <laughs> and stuffing and like put it in a bite. And I'd be like, okay, that's, that's decent. Yeah. I can handle that. And then you're like, these are pretty bad. And I was like, yeah they're not that's not our best they're not portuguese potatoes no but one of my favorite things not portuguese but brazilian is the brazilian cheese breads they're like little balls and they got cheese in the middle white Mm -hmm. cheese Mm -hmm. i want to learn how to make those so please please carla what are these rest i'll look these up we should we should make these okay so she's all about the traditional portuguese christmas food which we should be looking up and ugly christmas photos with jingle bells music and lights it's a full meal deal it's a good uh, Portuguese party. My mom and Larry used to go to this party every year where they'd have to wear ugly Christmas sweaters. But people wouldn't take it as seriously as my mom and Larry. So sometimes theirs would be like way over the top, mm. which I think is awesome. And it says, okay, so Carla has four cats. Can't decorate the house, but I can decorate myself. Because cats, cats love to rip decorations down. I don't think they maybe, maybe they see it that way. Maybe they're like, you created this so I can play with it. This is amazing. Oh, yeah, for sure. A cat looks at a Christmas tree as if you gave it the greatest gift in the world Mm -hmm. and then doesn't understand why it can't climb inside the tree. Yep. Because you basically, if you look at Christmas uh, decorations, it's just... All shiny bobs. Yeah, it's stuff for cats. Yep. Super. They're just super excited. Yeah. And they just want to knock them all off. They're like, this is made for me to paw at until it falls. Can I do this? I know. They do. Yeah. And the packages with the ribbon. Mm -hmm. Polly would rip them off. My mom had trouble with even her kitty cat doing that. Yeah. That's why I sent my mom this funny meme. If you guys haven't seen it, I don't know if I'll be able to find it. Probably from my messages to my mom. But it was a tree that was like a half a tree and the bottom was gone and it was hanging from the ceiling. And it showed a cat up against the wall, like trying to reach the tree. And then the top it said, not this year, fuckers. (laughs) (laughs) Or shithead or something. And I was like, that is so funny and so true. Chaos. Okay. Carla says, keep up the awesome podcast and YouTube videos. Hope to one day add your books to my collection too. Oh, yes, yes. Soon another book will be out. I don't know if we translated things into port- Portuguese. Portuguese? I don't Portuguese. think it was translated into Portuguese. I mean, obviously her English is impeccable, but just saying. Better than my Portuguese. I I, I always think, like I said, Portuguese. I, at first I'm like, Spanish? No. People are like, Katie, you, you, you said the Portuguese word, but are you German? <laughs> Are you Portuguese by way of Germany? Mm-mm. Okay, I'm really not. We've talked about how bad our German was. It was like akin to the 
what is the movie with Brad Pitt where he's like, you speak Italian second best? And he's like, but I speak no Italian. He's like, that's why you're second best. Yeah. What movie is that? Uh, the, 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 the Italian job? No. Mm-mm. I'm just making it up. I have no idea. I know that they're in fatigues. Yeah. It's the Quentin Tarantino film. Yeah. They're hunting Nazis. Something bastards. Inglorious bastards. bastards. Yeah. That's right. I knew we'd get there. Okay. Next letter says, hey, Katie and Sean, I have two stories. One good, one not so good about card games okay okay when i was small i played this game with my mom i think we made it up i'm not sure anyway there were pictures on each card and you would pick up cards and make stories with the pictures on the cards i've never heard of that so i think they made it up but maybe not it was not really a game because there were no winners but i loved it it taught me the beginnings of writing stories and using my imagination so important for kids i loved it so much that when my nana came to look after me i was so excited to play this game with her she hated it because it was not a real game because um, no one won or lost the game. I never played it again. Mom tried to get me to play it, but I wouldn't. Oh, womp womp. Nana, get it together. <laughs> Isn't it funny how you get really excited to do certain things and then like your older cousins are like, that's for kids or that's stupid. And you're like, oh, and then you start to think it's stupid. Yeah. We're so influential. Okay. Or so influenced, not influential, but I guess. Easily influenced. Yeah, easily influenced. Easily swayed. Totes. Okay. My second high school, an alternative school called the Triangle Program. Did you guys do this a lot? Like the Triangle. Mindhead. <laughs> no, they, <laughs> in college, I was not a member of the sorority, but the Tri-Delts, that, you know, they'd have their three tri Silly. Tri-Delts. I was like, I think that's gang signs. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Okay. Uh, tri- called the Triangle Program, the only school in Canada for lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, anyone affected by homophobia. Oh, interesting that they had that. That's really cool. When I was there, there were 20 students and two teachers. Oh, that's a very small group. That's nice. And at lunch, we would have... What is that word? Euchre? Ecre. I'm just kidding. Oh, uh, is that a card game? Euchre? Euchre? E-U-C-H-R-E. You guys tell me. Like pinochle? Euchre. People are like, guys, you've never heard of this game before? I haven't. It sounds somewhat familiar. But it looks like like the little squirrel. squirrel. He flies in Mario. Okay. Uh, tournaments. And sometimes we would go a little into class time because we were having so much fun. Thanks for the awesome podcast. They make my week. Hugs, Aaron. Aaron, please tell us what this is. I Euchre. Don't... Euchre? Euchre. Euchre? Is it a vegetable? I don't know. Do you want me to keep reading? Sure. Okay. I'm enjoying you reading. We're moving. Moving through. Mm-hmm. Uh, funny story. Sean has never read the Harry Potter, Harry Potter, Harry, Harry Potter stories. Wow. And this is many, many, many years ago. You were like, why don't you read it to me? Remember? And I started reading and you just fell asleep immediately. Yeah. And I was like, this is not going to work. <laughs> I think uh, my brain has moved on from, um, you know, that, that sort of realm of fantastical. No. How could it move on? I don't know. Bring it back. I don't know how to. Call it. How do I get my imagination sparked again? I read too many, you know, um, fucking news depressing stories. shit. You should get into the, the next book I want to. So I have to read Little Fires Everywhere. Then I have Think and Grow Rich. And then the, another book I want to purchase is called The Artist's Way, which is funny because your sister had asked. She's like, do you want any books? And I was like, no, because I just bought those books. But I guess I could have told her that book. Sorry, Kim. Sorry, Kim. Okay, next. Moving on. Hello. Hello. How do you do? 
Thank you both for keeping me entertained at the moment. I got COVID in March and it's developed into chronic fatigue syndrome. So Fuck. we've been hearing about this a lot now. We have a, a friend and coworker, Fabs, who has what's called long COVID. I think we talked about this last week a little bit. Yeah, but we keep hearing about it. Like it's yeah. it's a popular topic now mm-hmm. um, because I think we're getting into that phase of what are the ramifications of, of this virus? You know? Yeah. Well, um, in the long term, like we, at the beginning, we didn't know anything, right? No. So- you have no idea. And she, Fabs, our, our friend, has so many health issues because of this. Yeah. So what is it's this really person okay, so dealing so with it? It's developed into chronic fatigue syndrome. So I'm spending a lot of time sitting on my arse. <laughs> I watched you talking about the sticking two fingers up thing as an English person. It's something I've done a lot over the years. Good for you. I was always told that it originated from the days when England was at war with France. And when the French captured an English long bowman, they would chop off his two fingers so he couldn't fire a bow again interesting sticking your two fingers up is basically saying i haven't been captured and i can still shoot if i feel like it like fuck you i like that that's interesting that makes sense it got me wondering do americans do the wanker sign as demonstrated in image oh it's that sign oh yeah yeah we do that oh no no (laughs) we do it like um uh in reference to throw away yeah you're, you're like or like i hope i hope that made you happy like, I hope you enjoyed that. Yeah. <laughs> this is incredibly popular in the UK, especially when driving. But I don't think I've seen it on American TV show or films. I don't think they've done it. Maybe on like more pop culture type films or TV shows. I think mm-hmm. that the people who rate television mm-hmm. are so pent up about things. That oh, yeah. That one still a probably wouldn't. Stuff. Yeah. Anything have to be after sexual. 10 PM. Yeah. And even then. You know, I, yeah. I bet you they wouldn't allow They've it. They've gotten looser with cussing, which I've enjoyed because it used to be you'd never hear a curse word on TV unless it was like late, late night. Right. And then even even those, it'd be like damn or shit. American TV is very interesting because they, they have the morals, right? Uh, uh, the, the This review board that looks at things. Okay, is this, you know. Yeah, it's called the whatever system. Yeah. How they rate it. Not the MPAA, but um, anyways, there, there's a there's yeah. people who say you know this gosh this this doesn't work for for television you know um, yeah maybe you'd be better off suited at a you know a, a cable uh, network or something like that that yeah that would be what they would do yeah so you end up on HBO and that's where you can swear but TV parental guidelines is all it says yeah TV ratings and parental controls but people are so hung up in the United States about sex that anything that that kind of flirts with that idea or hand like language you yeah because that's a gesture of like jerking off yeah so it that i think wouldn't fly maybe it would i don't know is that what was demonstrated in the image yeah, they yeah, don't yeah. have the image okay yeah. good um because i was like are we getting off topic or is this actually what they were talking about um yeah i think people are just so weird and so it's funny because we were just talking just uh, the other day about how people in the uk on tv are at least represented as very uptight yeah, super uptight. Prim like, and proper, maybe? We watch the news, reserved. like the BBC. Yeah, super reserved. But and they're not all like that. It's just how they're represented. You yeah, know? it's funny. Because in American tell, I, I mean, I prefer the BBC news in general just because it's actual news. And you also hear world news, which we don't hear as much on like the Fox, CNN, MSNBCs in the States, or even our local news, like our NBC, uh, CBS. But whenever we watch the BBC, it's like they're just so prim and proper and i enjoy it also talk very slowly but yeah i enjoy it it's just different we were just talking about that the other day so it's funny that they have it on tv but we don't have mm-hmm. it as much on tv 
I feel censored. I do. Censored. Okay. Says, I remember as a teenager and learning to drive, if any other drivers on the road gave me grief, my driving instructor would lean right over me to hang out the rear driver's side window, completely obscuring my view of the road. This was so she could enthusiastically give the wanker sign to the other driver, accompanied by a mouthful of expletive-laden abuse. Jeez, she was really teaching how to drive the right way. That's it's the correct way. There's yeah. no other way. Keep up the good work, Sue. Thanks, Sue. That's Thank amazing. You, Sue. That's great. I right, love that. I'm gonna have that visual of your driver's ed teacher. I just uh, love it. Yeah. My driver's ed teacher was um, the boys' football coach and our PE teacher, and he, I, I, my guess is because I know his wife. Looking back now, as an adult, his wife had just had their second child, and I think they probably needed extra money because he was so nervous. Mm. <laughs> And I remember my friend Kelsey, because I was older. I turned 16 first because I turned 16 in October, like earlier in the year, the school year, where a lot of my friends didn't turn until later or in the summer following. So I was one of the first to get my license. And there was like three of us. There was like my friend Rachel, Kelsey, and myself. And we were all taking driver's ed together. And Kelsey (laughs) would get distracted, like not in a bad way, but she was, you know, you're nervous and there's so much to think about and you're, you're a kid and we're 15 and a half taking this class and she like <laughs> looked over her shoulder to see if she could like get over a lane and as in doing that as we all know sometimes you you move the wheel and so she started to go off the road and <laughs> but didn't really make it off the road because lucky for us uh very nervous nelly i forget his name i wish i remember i can visualize him but i couldn't tell you what his name is he also coached wrestling he was all over the place anyway he hit that break on the other side because if you don't know when you're doing driver's ed they have their own break as i don't you know they don't have a steering wheel but they can stop the car we did not have that really well, yeah we just had like a 1979 are you uh, sure maybe you just didn't know they had a break buick no they did not have that i'm i 100 can guarantee that oh no we had a break so he pumped i mean boom and then and wow. we like barely we just boom, we were just in the dirt like barely off the road mm. and he was like okay i need you to stop i need you to breathe and we need to start this again and then we slowly merge put our blinker on and merge i mean i grew up in a small town so no one was affected i had uh <laughs> can you imagine learning to drive in la I just, oh my god i'd gosh. be in so many accidents yeah <laughs> it's too much ours was bad enough i learned in the dead of winter from Ooh, well, march uh, i guess your birthday yeah but i Oh, yeah, I guess it wasn't the dead of winter. I think you can start taking it like six months before your birthday. Mm. Um, I forget what the rules were back yeah. then. Lo, it was the year 1992. <laughs> um, yeah, around there. But I had this guy. I think his name was Monsieur Perron. Uh, and he, first of all, his car stunk like fast food. So he oh. had like a lot of fast food wrappers in the back Why seat. Why were you in his car? You didn't have a driver's ed car? I think what they used to do is just put like a sign on top of the car that said driver's ed and that was it. And the name of the driver's ed company, but it was his car and he smoked and (laughs) he was gaseous from the, um, Oh, he just farted the whole time. Yeah. And it's winter. So the windows are rolled up and you got, yeah, yeah, it was just, it was, I had a lot to contend with. Why are you going so fast? You're like, I'm trying to fucking finish this drive. (laughs) You smell terrible. He was like, uh, my, um, my sensei though you know like he taught me how to drive and we would just basically loop around the west island and on my final day uh, of driving with him he he looks at me and you know the car smells pretty bad yeah i think he was having a cigarette and very sage you know an older french man and he looks at me and says after smoking monsieur saint louis i'm gonna tell you this 
you're a pretty good driver, but don't do like that guy I taught last year. He slipped on the ice, crashed in the lake, he's dead. <laughs> okay, I'm going to pass you. Thanks I was for like, the sage advice, yeah, dude. Yeah, he passed me. And I was like, wow. awesome, thank you. He signed my paperwork and I was like, oh. Was his name... I wish I could pull it out of my brain. The one that Hank asked you that you knew the answer to. Oh, the the Petonard, Petonard. or whatever. No, but he was he was a, a farter. Anyways, it was so weird and like dry the way he delivered that. And I think he probably told everyone that sort of thing. Hey, you mm-hmm. did pretty good. Well, you lived but in don't a don't do like this other person. And your weather was crazy, so icy and yeah, you can't be driving like a lunatic. Yeah. I still remember where I was when he told me that. Well, you know, really got it burned. Yeah, yeah. Really stuck so with I, you. That's why I, I didn't only do remember, like that guy. I only remember Kelsey almost killing us, even though it wasn't really dramatic because he hit the brake and nothing happened. But I remember being like, oh my God, because you'd take turns. So there were three of us in the car. Mm-hmm. It was the the driver's ed car and it had a thing on the bumper and, you know, and it was like a Ford, like a big Ford, Ford, four-door sedan, like a, I don't know. I don't even know what it was. I'm trying to think of the brands back. I can visualize it. Was, it was like uh, beige. It was like a beige color. No, it was a car. A car. I'm sorry. It was a sedan. A sedan. <clears throat> but anyway, you would go, whoever would go first, you know, would take turns and then you drive for like 20 minutes and another, you get in the back seat with somebody else and you just rotate. Mr. Gray, that was the teacher. I knew it would come back to me. All right. The threads are there. Just have to pull them. Okay. Moving on to the next uh, letter says, hey guys. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. Hey. Thanks again for acknowledging my email on OTDM. You guys really know how to make a dude feel special. Anytime. You're all very special. I had to chuckle to myself because I knew that one of you would say my fish look like a giant goldfish. It totally did. And yes, Sean, they are great on the barbecue with tender white flesh. The fish is called a nanny guy. Nanny guy? A nanny guy. Nanny guy fish. I like it. I was very intrigued by the jackalope. I've never heard of them. I think they are real, and I'm going to tell my Australian friends about them. Do it, do it, do it. <clears throat> we should have another round of people thinking that they're real. I love this. Lucky Larry told us he left us a message. <laughs> I thought I should tell you about some strange creatures native to my country. Okay. There is an animal called the drop bear. The drop bear is an animal which lives in the branches high in the forest trees. It drops down on unsuspecting hikers. What? Uh, no, thank you. Tears them to shreds and drags their corpse back into the branches to devour it. Is this re- are you for real? Or is this a jackalope situation? I think it's a jackalope <laughs> situation. I hope it is. That sounds terrifying if it's real. Jeremy, I have questions. Okay. <laughs> then there's the bunyip. This is a large amphibious creature which lives by rivers and swamps. It resembles a gigantic frog with razor sharp claws and teeth. The bunyip is rarely seen. I think these are all like jackalopes, hopefully. Yeah, the so. bunyip is rarely seen. When someone goes, when someone does witness one, if they survive, if, this person will spend the rest of their life getting drunk at the local pub and saying, bunyips are real. You don't know. You weren't there. I saw it with my own two eyes. You don't know. You weren't there. I saw it with my own two eyes. How come you're Irish? I'm not Irish. I was Scottish. Scottish. Oh, yeah. Jeremy's in Australia. He's from Adelaide. Dang it, dude. I'm sorry. <laughs> What was it, uh, Kevin in the office? He's like, good day, mate. Hello, mate. Yeah. That's all he, he could had, say. He had nothing. Alligators. <laughs> <laughs> Dingo babies. <laughs> okay. There's another less fantastical creature. Okay, so those were jackalopes, which you might already be familiar with. It's called a platypus. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've seen platypus. It's Such a, a weird creature. It's strange. 
It's small, furry, and has a duck's bill, but it also lays eggs. I know, wild. If you haven't seen one, do an image search. They are fascinating. They are very shy and live in quiet streams. Few people ever get to see them, including myself. Keep up the good work, guys. Oh, you see kind, one. Kind regards, Jeremy. Or visit me on my website, www.traveldraveldraveljeremy.com. Naturally. <laughs> That's we'll, it's the best website we've ever come up with. Platypus are like, kind of like the moose of the world so are those real or not Jeremy? platypus yeah no i know platypuses are but now i'm confused no those other ones are made the up. bunyip and the those drop are cryptonids bear? or whatever they're called where they a cryptonid is i think that's how you say it it's a made-up animal that, mm, like, like a jackalope a jackalope a uh, bigfoot you know these mm-hmm. fake animals the um loch ness monster yes exactly but no a platypus is real and yeah, platypus it, is real it's like uh when god was making the animals he had a bunch of leftover parts and then mm-hmm. he slapped them together and yeah. gave you a moose or a platypus you yeah know, like, something just, that doesn't make sense you're like wait yeah. what okay this is this is another good letter from jay hello jay hi jay they have a couple questions it says mm-hmm. hello. hello i have a couple of questions for you are you ready yes number one how did your parents choose your names how did they choose your name, Katie? Uh, it was a cartoon character my mom really thought was cute and ah. liked it. And she's like, Katie's a cute name. And then my mom, my great grandma, Pearl, lived next door to a woman whose name was Katie. And she mm-hmm. was in her 80s. And my mom was like, it's nice as an old lady, too. And that was it was decided. It had been decided. Boom. But then my mom wanted to shorten it and not make it like a Catherine or K-A-T-I-E because my brother's name is Nicholas. And it's really, that's the first thing they teach you to write as a kid. And Nick had an unfortunately very difficult time yeah Nicholas. they gave him a long one yeah n-i-c-h-o-l-a-s is very long yeah k-a-t-i easy hey you can move on to other things once you master your name i could just name. do it although it's funny because both of us have terrible penmanship nick because he just writes too fast and sometimes he leave my mom and i notes when i was growing up and she'd be like do you know what this means and i'd be looking at it, i'm like i don't know what this means something about dog because he drew a dog no he was just I don't know if you've ever seen Nick's writing. No. It's horrible. But I'm left-handed, so... But then my dad had beautiful penmanship, and he was left-handed, so I guess I can't blame it on that. Hmm. My mom writes very slow and methodical. Her things are, like... Even her signature, I remember as a kid, because I'd forged it. I'm sorry, Mom. Um, it was, like... Per- well, there's a story. It was perfect. Well, it, was, it wasn't for anything big. It no. was because, for a while, our teachers would have to... We'd have to have our parents sign off on, like our agendas that we had filled it out and done our homework it was very stupid to be honest and i was a good student like i did all my homework but i would just forget to get my mom to sign it and i'd be like fuck and so i could do my dad's because it was like i would just because he had his arm like this when he would write things i know that sounds weird but it's like curved in towards his body and he would start and it would just be like squiggles but mom's was easier because it was so simple and methodical it was like okay mm. like it was all very you know easy to follow so i would that's the only time i'd uh, you know, forged okay. as a forger. Yeah, for like a couple months in middle school, it was rough, but never anything like big. Okay, yeah. You know. Um, I wish I had a better story to be honest. How did your parents choose your names? Uh, I don't know how my name was chosen, but I believe because I'm born on St. Patrick's Day that mm-hmm. uh, there there was a possibility that I wasn't going to be named or I wasn't going to be born on St. Patrick's Day because you know it's not an exact science you never know they just guess yeah and I think maybe I would have been named Patrick but the fact that it was on St. I was born St. Patrick's Day that it nixed it and then what's another you know uh, Irish name that you could give a kid Um, Hmm. Sean yeah I like Sean better than Patrick me too you don't look like a Patrick 
Well, you know, if I was a Patrick, then you'd probably say, that guy looks like a Patrick. Doesn't look like a Sean. Maybe. Yeah. Patrick just seems so formal. Well, maybe they'd call you Patty or... Oh, Patty. Pat. Yeah, I guess Patty. We have a Patty in our audience. There you go. Hi, Patty. And I think that's a cute nickname. I didn't even think about that. That's funny. I never connected that. I was just like, hey, it's Patty. (laughs) But yeah. Or I mean, we have our friend Pat and his name is Patrick. Yeah. He goes by Pat. I guess it wouldn't be so bad, but you're. He actually goes by Pitter Patter. Pitter Patter. <laughs> I'm gonna time tell to him, get at her. I'm gonna Pitter tell Patter. him you said that. Okay. Um, and your middle name is your dad's name. Yep. My middle name, I have no idea. My mom just. And that's a little bit of history about Sean and Katie. We just, and that's uh, all that's she wrote. That's our origin stories. It, it is, and my mom would probably have to make a retraction if I got that wrong. Okay. Question number two: Do you think French is harder to learn than Spanish? I'm debating which high school linguistics class to take, leaning towards French, but wanted your opinion, LOL. Hmm. To be honest, Span- I'm going to be, I think they're about the same. I actually thought Spanish was pretty easy to learn in school, and I'm not very good at languages, so I would vote for Spanish. Also, just as someone who lives in California and even in Washington, I think Spanish is a much more useful language, no offense to French people, but more people in the States speak Spanish, and I think it's something you could more actively and more easily practice. Yeah, I think certainly on your uh, resume or when you're going out to the workforce, yeah. living in North America, Spanish is is a big plus. Also, you can't go wrong with any of these languages. No, I you, think just just really learning it and using it. I wish I'd applied myself more. Okay, because I felt so forced. We had to start in sixth grade, and and our teacher was so fucking weird. Yeah, it. The one tip is you, you got to stick with it, and then find something it. that you enjoy, and then th- that's in that language, and yeah. use that as your your base, something you can return to because it's enjoyable. Yeah, and um, the Romance languages. The cool thing about Spanish or French or even Italian is that they're all very similar. I think that's why French is easier for me now, is because I already have that foundation of Spanish. Not that I've used it in forever, but I think if I took a couple courses at like the local community college or online, I could be speaking spanish again pretty quickly but i just haven't used it in forever um yeah those are my thoughts what do you think as someone who speaks both fluently well (laughs) hola hola hola. (laughs) Um, no i i do i think that they're probably very similar Mm -hmm. um i think that there's going to be a lot more dialects in spanish i could be wrong about that Mm -hmm. but i i believe that to be true uh overall i would suggest spanish but I don't think there's going to be a big difference between the learning curve. Yeah. Coming from a Germanic language, from English to to, yeah. to a Romance language. They, they do the same things. The same. Um, yeah. I same think, rules. Yeah. I just thought Spanish was pretty easy. So. And it says, thanks. P.S. Move to Oregon. With a smiley. I do cool. love Oregon. One of my favorite part. Uh, Ooh. Speaking of Oregon. Yes. Uh, oh, yes. Tell us. Do tell so. Us. Some may say I'm obsessive. Some may say. Uh. I go down the rabbit hole for uh, periods of time. My latest, and it's actually a rabbit hole I've gone down before, but never really. Oh, really? I didn't even know. Yeah. I I really enjoy uh, mushrooms. I really. Not the psilocybin type. We're not getting high over No, no, no. Like mushrooms, like to eat. Like uh, crumminy white uh, button mushrooms. I don't even know what the others. But being someone who doesn't. Blue oyster. Lion's mane. Wow. Keep going. Sean's been really into them. I've been learning about them for a while. Oh yeah. <laughs> Tell Ew. me about the lion's mane. Ew. Mm. So No thanks. Uh, in the fungi family, mm-hmm. there's truffles. And my brother, he's quite the fungi. He's a fungi. <laughs> I'll be here all night. Yeah. 
Actually, I will because we're in quarantine and the world is shut down. But <laughs> uh, I just found out that mm-hmm. Oregon, actually the West Coast, from, Pacific Northwest, yeah, from the British P-N-W. Columbia down w, to Northern California, uh, they have a specific type of truffle. Now, truffles the grow over around the world. Flavorful type. Yeah, the good ones. Mm, and the so ones now, you put on pasta. And I found out that the region that you're from, mm-hmm. they have them there uh, en masse. There's a lot of them. So, so Sean wants to go back now. I want to go truffle hunting. <laughs> tomorrow because i told my mom to get charlotte trained because they're worth have a truffle sniffing dog or pig but pigs are a little rougher on the terrain and can smush their hooves are made for scooping oh my god you guys we watched we haven't watched it all so don't no spoilers but we're into season four of big mouth okay on netflix there's a animated tv show made by nick kroll and it is pure gold it's all about uh, puberty and how uncomfortable it is for kids and they have these hormone monsters that come out that cause Ooh, them to have baby. their period or to have their first wet dream or something it's fucking hilarious we die and so season four came out and we've haven't been watching it that quickly because we, we'll burn through it and we'll be done and i think it's only been out for like i don't know a month anyway i maybe episode four i know do you ever do that where you just you stretch out a tv show you don't want to burn it all at once because now that they dump them it's I up know. to you to you have to ration yourself but i binge right I and mean, we just finished agents of shield so we're all the way caught up and it's over it's done season seven they said that's it but big mouth we're on season four and so there's this episode where lola who's the kind of chubbier girl doesn't really fit in with the other girls her mom is super neglectful and she's just trying to figure life out. Yeah. She's really resourceful. Mm-hmm. And she's also very direct and she doesn't fuck around. Like she'll be like, knock it off. Like she gets really mad and like doesn't put up with any shit. And then you have Jay. And Jay is the youngest of three super Italian kids. And his dad's like some really bad lawyer who gets like murderers off. And he's like a bad man. And he's never home and he cheats on the mom or whatever. And she sleeps with Coach Steve. Anyway, I don't want to get this too complicated, but Lola's character and Jay get together. So they start dating. It's a little high school romance. Yeah. And man, it is a train wreck. And it's really compelling to watch. Because they're both you, pretty messy yeah, characters. And, and they're latchkey kids for mm-hmm. lack of a better no description. No one watches them. They just do whatever they want. They're little wild animals running around, you know? Yeah. And once the two of these link up and are now a dating couple, Because it they both is, need attention and they're both unsupervised yeah and they anyway they decided highly recommend it was hot in the summer and they decided they wanted to make a pool to dig a pool and lola jay's like super skinny and small and lola's like a bigger girl and she's like doing all the digging and he's like he's like my queen i forget what he it's so cheesy even what he calls her but he's like he's sucking the dirt off her toes which is disgusting (laughs) But he's like, I love how rough your feet are or something. And, and Babe, I love how, how rough the, the calluses are on your feet. Yeah, you're, so you're so good. good at digging. She goes, it's like they're this brand of Tostitos made for scooping. <laughs> and then she sticks her leg up and her foot. You guys, I'm not even doing it justice. You just have to watch it. It's fucking, we die. For scooping. For scooping. And then he was like, you're like one of those fancy ponies at the Kentucky Derby. And she's like, clip clop. It's so <laughs> bad. Because Lola's voice is done by Nick Kroll. So it's like a dude trying to do a voice of like a like a 14-year-old girl. It's the publicity voice. It's the publicity. 
if you haven't watched the Kroll show, anyway, we love Nick Kroll. So that is what that is. And I, I we can't even explain it in a better way. You just have to watch it and understand where we're coming from. That's a recommendation this week for TV shows. Yeah, Big Mouth. Jump into Netflix or wherever you can find Big Mouth and start from season one, episode one, work your way through. Yeah, you got to because you have to understand who the hormone monsters are and what's going on. It's it's very sexual because it's all about like puberty and boys that are horny. And the first couple episodes, I was like, if there's not a chick that gets her period or some kind of girls, I'm out. Like I can't have that guys. That was episode two. Or three or something. It was like a little bit in. Anyway, so it ended up working out. But I highly recommend it. And it's it's very true and hilarious in a lot Clip of ways. Clip clop. Clip clop. Made for school bean. Okay. What, what else were we talking about there for a minute? We got off topic. Boy, that never oh, happens. Um, Anything else about your mushrooms? Oh, uh, just that he wants to get them. They're they're worth more than gold. So I've seen you the can commercials. On, I thought you're supposed to invest in gold. Yeah. You're saying invest in truffles. Invest in truffles. Truffles are the future. Mm, okay. uh, but you can just go into the forest underneath certain trees. They grow wild, and you you can go looking for them. Now, I have no idea what I'm doing, so I'd probably get lost in the woods. We don't want to get poisoned either, because mushrooms. It's a very scary thing. Truffles, baby. It's okay. a totally different thing. I think okay. We need a truffle dog. That's the. Uh, uh, so if you you yourself are a truffle dog and you are listening or watching us, please roof, hit us up. Roof, roof, roof. <laughs> What's that? Timmy's in the well. <laughs> roof, roof. No. Oh, Sean fell down in the forest. Roof, roof, he roof. ate a bad mushroom. <laughs> <laughs> Call the poison control. <laughs> <laughs> that dog. He's not just a truffle dog. He, he really cares about he's his also handlers. EMT. Yeah. Okay. Next is letter. Dog's trying to give you mouth to mouth. He's just licking you. In. <laughs> You're like, stop it. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> what? I just, it's just funny. Just picture the dog trying to give you CPR with his boss. Uh, 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 staying alive, alive staying, staying alive. alive. Gotta do it to the uh, beat. I can tell by the way I move. Everybody starts dancing, Kelly. Well, you didn't keep the beat, and so you lost him. Okay. Hello, Katie and Sean. Seasons greetings from Lithuania. Lithuania. Wow. That's a magical place. Seasons greetings. I imagine castles and and like uh, just like a fairy tale. I have no idea what Lithuania looks like, but I picture places like where Dracula lives. Oh, was that in the Lithuania? Carpathian Mountains? No, where that, is that is where is the gymnast coach from? Uh, Bella, not Bella Lugosi. That's Dracula, <laughs> or the actor who played Dracula. Uh, Bella Caroli, Carola. No, no, you know, no. Uh, Nadia Comaneci. Uh, oh romania 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 oh that's romania yeah i don't think that's lithuania is a different place i like how you say it with like as if dracula's voice is is the Ah, ah, is the ah. accent um i prefer the count personally over dracula okay (laughs) so um so oh and i always think it's funny so she said season's greetings which is totally fine but i find it interesting that different parts of the world say different things like happy christmas instead of merry christmas who says happy christmas a lot of people I have never heard this. Lots of people in the UK and other parts of uh, Europe. You guys let us know. Happy Christmas is the thing. Okay. And we always say happy holidays or Merry Christmas and happy new year. Not Merry New Year. That'd be interesting too. Maybe I should start saying that. Start making a thing. Hashtag Merry New Year. <laughs> okay. It says, I always listen to your new episodes on Monday morning. So thank you for making my Mondays. You're welcome. You're very welcome. Uh, we aim to please. When I was a kid, I lived in a two-room apartment with my parents, my dad's parents, my two sisters, and our cat. 
That's a lot of people. That left us all with a little with little to no personal space. For instance, I had an old counter in the living room to keep my belongings and call it mine. Nice. I mean, that's like Sean and I right now, I feel like. And that is most probably what led us to kids playing cards with our dad and granddad, or sometimes dominoes if we really wanted our grand, our grandma to join each and every morning. We would play a game called Stupid. <laughs> Where it sounds really nice. Where the one player left with cards, um, with the where the one player left with cards in his or her hands loses and is therefore stupid. You got this. We would keep score of how many times during the evening we beca- uh, we'd become stupid. Maybe this is the reason I'm such a sore loser whenever there's a game to be played. <laughs> Don't in- like to be called stupid. Interestingly, we never played cards on holidays, even though the fun of eating was over relatively quickly and discussions about politics bored and annoyed everyone except for the main talker, my grandpa. There's always one. I want to tell a story that I would call a Christmas to remember. When I was little, we would celebrate Christmas on Christmas Eve. The Lithuanian tradition is to make 12 dishes and try them all. I like it. I I enjoy that too. Maybe I'm Lithuanian. I'm not sure that's a thing in the U.S., but it definitely is in Europe. It isn't a thing in the U.S. that I know of. We don't know if we... We make a lot of dishes, but it's not you have to try them all. And not have any meat on the table except for fish. Hmm. That's like Fridays for Catholic people, right? I don't think they do that anymore. Fish on Fridays? When I used to work downtown at that place, St. Anne's, we'd only have fish on Fridays. Yeah. It's always my least favorite. I don't really like to eat fish from somebody I don't... Like, I don't know if they know how to cook it kind of thing. Yep. And I would be like, be rubbery and whatever. Okay. We always obeyed the 12 dish rule, but grandma would cook chicken and it was the main dish on the table. (gasps) Yum. Another tradition was to wait until we see the first star in the sky and then invite our neighbor from across the hall and then start Christmas dinner. So we'd wait. It's almost like uh, with Ben and Kim's wedding, they're Jewish. We had to wait till sundown to start the wedding. Remember? Yep. Yep. Everybody got totally schlackered because the bar was open, but there was no food. Okay. That's a, you know. It's always a disaster. <laughs> Got to wait for the sign. <clears throat> okay. Um, Speaking of stars yeah. and Christmas, mm-hmm. um, did those two stars merge? The, yeah, people had Or it. not stars, but uh, Neptune and Jupiter. It they, was called, a con- not a conversion, but a... Confluence? No. Confluence, something like that. Yeah, they got together, threw a party in the sky, they made did. one big star. Yay. I was looking at the footage mm-hmm. and you, you could see, see the, the rings. Yeah. It was it was amazing. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was crazy. absolutely amazing. And then I got bored a couple of seconds later, but I was like, you know, to see it this clearly. When they said, that they say, not like scientists, but people say that it is believed that those are the, the two stars that they talk about in the nativity. Like with Jesus, go, I don't know what the story really is anymore. Oh, the, the three this, wise men follow the star. They followed the stars. Yeah. yeah. And those are the stars yeah. that they reference. It's funny because nowadays. a Christmas star. A lot of a lot of not so wise men follow a lot of stars online. <laughs> you know, they do, so, they do. Like Instagram, you follow Ba-dum-bum. stars. And, okay, okay. <sighs> so they would invite their neighbor from across the hall and then start Christmas dinner. Our neighbor was an elderly Jewish lady who lived with her alcoholic son and was great friends with my grandma. So she would invite her to every celebratory dinner. She would always bring something with her to Christmas dinner, and that time she brought some foreign vodka. My grandpa was a nice person, but he could not control himself whenever there was an open bottle of alcohol. So he would get tipsy, which I thought was hilarious, of course. That time, he drank the entire bottle basically by himself, and the party started. He became a bit amorous towards whoever was in his way. He sang his favorite Ukrainian songs. He was Ukrainian. And finally, 
dance would be my favorite part. He tried to dance. Oh. But his balance had become so poor, he spun around himself a couple of times and then trying to stop ran into a, a wardrobe door head first. That did not seem to bother Grandpa, but Dad decided that maybe Grandpa should get some rest and sober up a little. Yep. So he laid Grandpa in the bedroom to tuck him in. Half a minute after they left the living room, we heard rustling. Um, something hit the door. My Grandpa screamed, Nazis, Nazis, kill oh, no. me. And soon after that, Dad came back in the living room without his glasses and a shirt pocket. <laughs> he told us that Grandpa tried to fist fight him. Hit Dad on the nose, hence the missing glasses, and grabbed him by the shirt trying to wrestle, hence the missing shirt pocket. He ripped it right off. Grandpa remembered none of it, but apologized to Dad later. After Grandma told him what had happened, I think that that was the evening when Grandpa became a little racist towards the Jews. The end. (laughs) Well, no, he was fighting the Nazis. It'd be different if he was like, I'm a Nazi. You know, your grandfather. Yeah, that that would have been weird if he went the other way. It would have been weird. I I don't think he's, but that's a good story. That's really funny. All other Christmases went without went off without a glitch and grandpa would never become violent when drunk nor did he often even get drunk so this was one this was a special one for us also a great christmas movie if you haven't seen it is love actually best wishes valentina and i agree i do love love actually it's a very cute christmas movie yeah well thank you for sharing your story valentina that's hilarious that's really i'm glad good. everybody was fine and your dad was fine lithuania boy, i know boy. so many places that you you, you hear the names mm-hmm. but i think they're slavic people right those are like they're like ukrainians and russians we'll and have to let valentina know lithuania tell us. i don't know enough about lithuania like i said i always picture it's like uh fairy tale castles and like storybook mm-hmm. uh we used Eastern to have Europe. a member on Patreon who, and this is not Lithuania, but they were from, um, they were a farmer in Estonia, Estonia and Estonia. they also had bees, remember, and they were going to try to ship us honey, but it kept coming back and they couldn't figure out how to deal with yeah. customs. That's another place I'd like to go is Estonia. It looked beautiful, the photos that she would show me. Yeah. It was very cool. Anything that ends with an IA at the end. Estonia. Lithuania. Armenia. Armenia. I think Armenia is a little, isn't, aren't they fighting with Azerbaijan? Eh, I think they have a little bit of a dispute going on. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Moving on. We're, we're changing accents. Like I had an accent before, but it used to yeah, be Yeah, my Lithuanian's little, a little rusty. <clears throat> yeah. It was. Sorry, Valentina. It says, hey, y'all, Brandon from Texas here. Hope all is well and you so. weren't a victim of the last Friday the 13th this month. Okay, that's all I'm going to do in that accent, and I apologize. When you mentioned the little girl being distracted by her mother and banging her head on the playground, you reminded me... Of this past 13th, I've been super sick for the last nine, almost 10 months, and concerns were raised about lymphomia in October. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. Lymphoma. Sorry. Fomia. Too many IAs. I just... So lymphoma. I'm so sorry. That's really scary. I fought with insurance for over a month to get the CT scans needed to rule out cancer. Okay. Hard stop right there. First of all, you should never have to fight with your insurance company to get scans when your doctor raises the concern... Of because lymphoma, lymphoma is fucking it's serious, a cancer, man. right? So well, serious. Like, yeah, I mean, not the can't. Some cancers are so easily benign. managed now and benign, but like lymphoma is fucking terrifying. Is it a blood, or is it the it, lymph nodes? It's in your lymph nodes, which is like part of your immune system response. I think I don't know enough. I'm probably fucking this up. I'd have to Google. Yeah, I'm sorry that you had to fight with your insurance company though. That should never ever happen. Mm-hmm. Well, let's hear. And more when though. I'm president, <laughs> heaven help us. Okay. Uh, I get okay. I get the call on the twelfth that the scans were finally approved. Yes, awesome. Um, I tell over the phone to the lady at the hospital. Then she proceeded to set my appointment for the next day, the thirteenth. Boom, boom. <laughs> but I didn't even realize that it was a Friday, since after not working for almost ten months, all the days seem the same. I no feel that way in quarantine. Doubt. 
my um my literary agent jail who i love posted on her insta stories it was like you know what it says with create mode which means it's just that blank slate in your stories you get to type whatever you want or put whatever you want in there so it was a black background and in white letters it just said day night day night day night day night day night day night and it filled the whole thing and i was like word hashtag 2020 mood or whatever I, I joked she was like sorry having a rough time i pulled myself out of it but i was definitely having a tough time there for a couple days and i was like aren't we all i feel like there's like a wall that has been hit over and over and you keep thinking she lives in manhattan so she's like us like you're in a city and you expect the city to be a certain way and you don't expect to stay in your apartment all the time like the city's your backyard She's in her apartment a lot. So anyway, it was kind of funny, but not funny because we're all having a tough time. <clears throat> okay. So yeah, I don't know which days are which either, and that's okay. I get to the hospital, drove myself in my beloved 2015 SRT Challenger with a manual transmission, my dream car since Ooh. 2008 when I was just learning to drive. Sweet ride. Sweet, sweet Texans ride. are really, like I know everyone likes cars around mm -hmm. the world, but Texans are a particular breed when it comes to vehicles. They like certain types of cars. They like muscle cars. Yes, and, and I love trucks. muscle cars. Pickup trucks and muscle cars. Yeah. You it's... don't see a lot of sobs rolling around. No. Um, no. You Texas, don't. you know. <clears throat> tons of trucks and tons of muscle cars. Okay. Um, also, gas is cheaper in Texas, so. Ooh, is it ever? Mm -hmm. I'm excited. Um, and I didn't realize it was Friday the 13th until after my CT scans were already done. So now I was waiting for a copy of my imaging results and thinking to myself, holy shit, it's the 13th and 5.30 p.m. and nothing bad has happened. I hope my results come out no cancer. Yeah, fuck yeah, right? As I make my way home, I'm sitting in stop and go traffic and I see the light turn green. I look to see when the truck in front of me starts to go and out of nowhere, I he hear a female voice yell, hey, that was weird. That rubber band just moved and it actually startled me. <laughs> and I don't even get startled that easily. It's alive. Okay. We have a rubber band. You can't see it. It's on the table. It holds our cords together and it just moved because you know how rubber bands get caught. And they... 2020 has rattled Katie so much okay. that a rubber band. Well, it's because I said, hey, and then it made a noise. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. Started to turn my head to the left to see her in the back seat of the car next to me. She then yells, I hope you're having a great day. As to at this exact moment, I turned my head back and it was too late. I rear-ended that truck in front oh, of me. Oh, shit ever so softly i then told the girl in the car next to me i was thanks for asking oh. it was nice to see i still had a sense of humor after damaging my front bumper at least it was ever so softly yeah yeah i signaled to the driver to the dairy queen parking lot to do the usual ask if they're okay for insurance inspect the damage thankfully the guy just bought the truck a two, uh 2006 f-150 and had no insurance Okay, that actually kind of worked in your favor. Then we mutually agreed that it wasn't necessary to mess with insurance since my bumper was just scratched and it was my fault. I was so relieved. I'm 28 and I already paid the 390 a month for insurance on a 500 horsepower car. Yeah. That's more than the damn car payment. But for me, it was an opportunity to finally get my dream car 10 years later. So bittersweet, ending to my Friday the 13th. Oh, okay, good. I was like, when are we going to learn about the cancer? Oh, and I found out I don't have cancer. Just a really bad viral infection. They can take six to 12 months to recover from. And I need to do a physical rehab since I can't even hold a five minute conversation without hyperventilating and almost passing out. Wow, it really got him. Fuck, man. Also, on a good note, I've lost 56 pounds on a diet since June when I weighed 245. Congratulations. Whoop, whoop. I'm currently at 189.9 pounds. Oh, wait, 189. Nine pounds away from my goal. 
feeling better every week. Amazing. It's been a physical and mental challenge from being diagnosed bipolar one. I've somehow made it to the light at the end of the tunnel without going backwards. Yay. Love the podcast. Keep the awesome, keep on with the awesome work, Brandon. Well, thanks for thanks, writing in, Brandon. Brandon. There's and a I'm, lot to unpack there. That uh, was a lot. First of all, Thank amazing. God don't have lymphoma. Fuck, yeah. man. That's terrifying. No kidding. I, I've never had a, any brushes with anything. I'm not trying to make this about me, but I, I've never experienced a, a doctor saying, hey, we got to check you for something no, serious. No, I... That's so, terrifying. I mean, yeah. I did have one weird thing that happened to me when I was like 16, maybe 17. Um, we, we had like a, I was one of those lucky people that had sex ed in schools. It's not in every school in every state, but we were taught how to do breast examinations. You know, and you got to put your arm up and you start like over on the side of your body and you feel to make sure there's no lumps and bumps and weird things. And there are certain times of the month that women should be doing this. Um, and anyway, we were learning about it and I'd gotten like this little pamphlety thing and I was doing it and I was like, oh, there was a lump like in my armpit, you guys. And I couldn't figure out what it was. And I went to, I think, it, I forget the doctor I went to see, but I went to see the doctor and she said it was just, uh, it looks like it's on my lymph node, whatever it is. It ended up just being an overactive lymph node, but she was like, well, let's take it out and make sure it's not cancer. And mm -hmm. I was like, "Jeez, you know, I'm like 16, 17 years yeah. old. It ended up being nothing. It was benign, but you know, it was still, that's, I guess that's the scariest thing I've ever had happen, but that wasn't really, and then our little, we get our skin things removed and hope it's not skin cancer. Yeah. That's it. So we're glad that you're good, but I've never been, I didn't get mono, but that's probably the worst thing I've ever had when it comes to being sick for a long time. Also sweet car, dude. Yeah. Right. Fucking sweet ride, man. Yeah. I love Texas. I'm excited to be a Texan soon. Okay. Just keep going. We're sure. Let's jump these? in another letter if you want. I mean, <clears throat> we're just, I feel bad because we have so many letters and we. we... Well, we have this three more pages of things. Okay, cool. This starts off very casual and I like it. Sup, homies. Sup, homie. <laughs> Makes me think of uh, Carly because Carly always says that. Sup, yeah. homie. Uh, really, our main Christmas thing for the past few years has been Star Wars movies. Since the past years, they've released seven, episodes seven through nine. Last year, I got my family all funny Star Wars shirts to wear on Christmas Eve. That's really cute when we watch it. R.I.P. Darth Vader actor as well. Oh, yeah. Moment of silence. Mm -hmm. Sales pitch. Ready? Okay. Come on down to the land where the chickens are finger licking good. Our food is the best staple. Can't go wrong with taters, fried chicken, gravy, and biscuits. Amen. Alabama, Here. where are we? Need something fixed? Just call your local redneck and they'll fix it to working condition for the cost of duct tape. Can't beat those prices. Ain't gonna lie. Our scenery is very diverse and our population is heading in that direction too. Georgia? I can tell because Aunt Millie's made cousin Roberto stay with relatives until the green card came in. Still waiting. Hmm. And he could buy weed at the farmer's market. Where the hell is this? Okay. I don't know where that came from, but I know it touches sensitive subjects and was purely made as a joke. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Although KFC is finger licking good. But anyways, I thought that might bring some giggles. <laughs> where is this? wait what who aunt millie that was funny i enjoy it okay uh anyways thought that may bring some giggles happy holidays or merry christmas oh and hang in there you both tell us that a lot that a lot but hopefully you got support too we do we do but thank you i appreciate it and um i still want to know where that is it, it was a joke i know it's, it's a joke completely like, made as a joke yeah but it sounded like to me i'm gonna say like georgia or something well, I think it's because of the fried chicken, gravy, and biscuits, and potatoes. I think that's KFC. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Which my grandma ate today and promptly took a nap. Okay. 
So, uh, P.S. Your podcast always make me laugh. Thanks. And this is from a viewer that shall not be named at the moment. Oh, okay. Well, thank you for writing it. Thou shall not be named. Thou who shall not be named. It's like Voldemort. Okay. You can't say that out loud. <gasps> I, I'm not a Potterhead and I know the rules. You, you can say it. He's a loser and they beat him. Spoilers. Did they though? Yes. Okay. Next letter. Hey, Katie and Sean, this is to add to your Christmas holidays traditions list. I'm already excited. Lay it on us. Maybe this could be a cool Christmas ebook collection. Okay. Mm. I found this last Christmas and made it for family and dad as he liked his beer. Even though I'm a Christian, I am Christian in faith. I love, love, love collecting gems of recipes and other cultural history traditions. I love that stuff too. I do too. too. We were just talking about that a minute ago. So this is a pagan or Viking traditional winter warmer okay. using mold ale. And you can get some toasted rustic bread to soak in the mold apple beer and pass around as you wassail together. I'm excited about this I want to go wassailing. I want to go wassailing. And there's a link out to that. Yeah. Um, so there's the recipe. We'll try it over the holidays. Um, I did get some mold spices. Well, there you go. Molding spices. It sounds like it's like a, a honey, a mead, apple, spiced, just a nice winter warmer beverage. Sounds so delicious. I'm into I it. love a hot toddy. Thanks for sending that over. Yes, thank you. And says, here's my fur baby, Willow Bear, six yeah. years old, the best. We even communicate with hand signs and fingers. She paws or nudges her nose for her to have choices to share how she feels. That's really cool. That's like those fucking buttons that they, they hit when the they're like, mom, dog. outside. Yeah. Mom, outside, you know? And she's like, we can't go outside. And she's like, sad. Yeah. <laughs> It's ama it's amazing. Cats can do it too. I'll put the dog photos on the screen here. They're very yeah yeah super super cute. Have you guys seen those on TikTok and Instagram? The dogs that talk to them so, like talk to their owners through the buttons. It's amazing, and I think it's really really cool. We've I don't know if it's true or not, but we talked about it on here. Yeah, it's debatable my whether my mom's dog Charlotte hits that bell, but she yeah. hits the bell when she wants a greenie because she wants her treat. She so wants it's just her way of saying pay attention rotisserie to Rotisserie chicken. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She did it the other night when I was on the phone with my mom. She she was ringing the bell. And I was like, ooh, it's about greenie time, mom. I think she thinks it's greenie time, but she's about an hour too early. And she's like, I know. And then I hear Larry. She's like, Larry's going to get up to figure out what she wants. And I hear him. He's like, it's not time. And she's like, <laughs> she growls. I saw a dog on Instagram mm -hmm. and the dog is a husky. Mm -hmm. And the caption said, this is how my husky wakes up my wife. And the lady is lying down, mm -hmm. blanket over her. And the dog is, it looks like a very large dog, which huskies, huskies usually, are bigger dogs, but usually not this big. It, oh, okay. it looked like a pretty, Malamute. Yeah. Okay. And it's standing and it's got its paws on her shoulder and it, it kind of like sniffs her and it looks like it's going to be gentle. And then the, the dog leans into her and just starts shake, like violently shaking. Oh the lady. my God. And he said, that's how the dog wakes her up. And you know, it's just, she laughs when she gets woken up that way, but. It was terrifying. It's like, like wake the, up, human. But he was shaking her so roughly, you know. <laughs> be like, do you wear a neck brace to yeah. bed just to be safe? Oh man, that's that, hilarious. Yeah. I thought it was gonna howl because huskies I, are so talkative. Yeah, and they like complain about everything. That's what it looked like. It looked like it was going to be a dog being gentle and lean in, maybe give you a couple of little sweet kisses on the ear or something. Yeah, because like sniffing and but like, no. is this mom? He, he was oh, like, yeah, mom. she's asleep. Shake the shit out of her. <laughs> Turn down for what? All right. That's hilarious. Yeah, it, it was just great. I probably shared it with you. I don't think so. I would have remembered. Oh, okay. So you have to share it now. Okay. Okay. That's hilarious. And there's also those videos where you see the huskies like throwing fits where they're like, rawr, 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 which is kind of funny that Honey, Shane and Ryland's husky, doesn't, she's not a noisy dog. 
I've never even heard her. I think because people encourage them to do that. And so Maybe. then the dog learns, oh, I get attention if I yeah. make my noises. Honey just really wants attention. Mm -hmm. That's like all she wants. Yeah. She'll like I don't think they let right the dog my lap. make all sorts of noises. No. Yeah. Even Uno, even though Uno's kind of act like super hyperactive a little bit, they're, they're all good animals. I'm always like, where are they? They're like, oh, we put them in the back. They get so excited. I'm like, bring them out. I want to see them. <laughs> okay. Because we don't have any animals. I got to get my fix. Okay. Hi, Katie and Sean. Hello. Howdy do. Howdy ho. Going off of your conversation about Christmas traditions. I'm loving this theme, by the way. It's kind of fun because all these Christmas letters came mm -hmm. in. We can just kind of go through And we them. probably have more, too, that we can go through. We do. Okay. I wanted to share some of mine. I'm from the Gold Coast in Queensland, Australia. The temperatures for us around Christmas are anywhere from 28 to 35 degrees Celsius. Very oh, nice. That's cold. No, that's Which, not cold. That's oh, nice Celsius. Yeah. I was thinking uh, Fahrenheit. Yeah, that's yeah, just under 100 degrees. And Australia is opposite of us. They have summer when we have winter which is around 82 to 95 degrees Fahrenheit. So it's safe to say our traditions will be quite different. Yes. You ever flush the toilet in Australia and you see it goes the other way? I don't even know if that's true. Yeah. Because we've been in Australia and we never looked. Yeah. And people say that and I don't think that's true. Most toilets just pulls the water down. There's no swirly twirlies. Okay. He's making up things, you guys. Okay. My family used to go to the beach on Christmas Day, although not until late afternoon, or we'd get extremely sunburnt no matter how much sunscreen we put on. Hello, welcome to our yeah. world. There would often be a game of backyard cricket happening throughout the day. Oh my God, I used to love that as a kid. Why isn't there a pill for sunscreen? Like you take melatonin, mm. not mel. No, you do take melatonin. Yes, you melanin, take melanin is in your skin. Yeah, like one time when I first discovered uh, I don't know. vegetable okay. juicing, Oh, God. Yes. I, I think we have told them this. I don't know. I went through like five pound bag of carrots Sean every couple gets, of days. Go back to the beginning. And remember how we talked about the ranch seasoning and the Moroccan seasoning? Sean goes all in. Like one carrot doesn't make a cup of juice. Five pounds of carrots makes like a jug, right? Mm -hmm. And so I was having carrot and celery juice left and right. It was great. But I was on the treadmill um, and the person next to me was like, hey, you're orange like you, you look you, you know you look off like somebody said that to you yeah how did you not notice you know it's a gradual progression of building up the uh <laughs> the, beta, the carotene. beta carotene and so i i looked and sure enough i was like i was orange i was were you ex excreting like was your sweat orange no it wasn't orange sweat but and i could be remembering this wrong because i'm traumatized but i i think i used my off on your shirt yeah my my sweat towel uh, was a little so you were lightly orange, it. Yeah. yeah. But I was like, I was very, very fit. You know, I could see through walls. My vision was amazing. See, I don't do five pounds of carrot juice anymore, and now my vision is failing. Yeah, right. You're just, you're also forty-five years old. <laughs> I need a bag of carrots, stat. No, you need glasses. Yeah, yeah. And he still hasn't gotten them, you guys. Please encourage him in the comments to to do that. I did my best. I tried to order them, and you didn't like any of those. And now here we are. With eyes this goofy looking, you don't want to put frames around them. You want to distract. You no, know, you, you don't have goofy looking eyes. You look goofy when you can't see the TV and you wink with one eye. <laughs> That's a goofy look. <laughs> all right, all right. Get the glasses. Do it. Five, four, three, two, two. Okay. So, okay, they go Christmas Day, blah, blah, blah. Where was I at? The sunscreen. They would, there would often be a game. Oh, cricket. We used to play cricket um, at my grandma Pearl's house, I think it was, my great grandma. She had the cricket game 
I think it was her. But we used to love to set it up to all the little loops. Yeah. Because you have to set up a, a thing and you got to hit it into the post. People used to do really terrifying. Their lawn games used to be a bigger deal. Isn't than that cricket? Now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Through the wickets. You have to put it through the wickets. Yeah, no, that's but that's lawn cricket. I think I'm not... talking lawn cricket and they're talking about like swinging the baseball oh, back cricket, right? Yeah, yeah. Because then when I said that, I was like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. What is it called then? Lawn cricket? Is that a thing? Uh, croquet. Croquet. Like a little potato. Like those little fried tea. <laughs> little fried rice balls. Yeah, little Ar- arancini. They call them arancinis in, Ital- in Italy and then they call them Yeah, what's that croquettes? game that you play outside in the backyard? The uh, croquet? Croquet. Yeah. Croquette. Croquette. A croquet. Cricket. It is croquet. <laughs> Not cricket. Okay, sorry. But my, there used to be weird games from like Whammo and things like that. Backyard games that were very dangerous. Like lawn darts. Oh God, those things were so heavy and metal and like fucking... And a spike that's like yeah. four feet long, or not four feet. It's like sorry, I just said heavy metal and I had to make a joke about the, it. The nose of that dart. Oh, God. Dart. First of all, you throw it in the air, trying to land it into the circle. I know. But inevitably, the circle Someone's gets boring. Someone's going to get hit so you, by it. When you're little kids, you, you chuck it as high as you can in the sky, you know, just... And it would fly up and as it came down, it would make a whistling noise. But it was terrifying. It's a whistling it, noise of death. Yeah. Get under the roof. Yeah. Jesus Christ. We did not have those games. But we had croquet. It's funny, I thought I was thinking it was cricket. People were tougher back then. You had we, we played, Ouija board. They you had still lawn have darts. Ouija board. I know, but these are dangerous games. How is that dangerous? Because you're making contact with the other side, You Katie. know it's just your cousin pushing it around to make it spell or Sean's an asshole or something. Or bub or, you know, some... What? I don't know. Do you just make up a word? Malfador, you know, like one of these demons that's on the other side of the... Oh, right, the upside down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It was perfect for that time. Yeah, she just made the wanker sign. I did the wanker sign. It was perfect. The sign of the wanker. But we used to play horseshoes. My dad loved playing horseshoes. And I feel like nowadays people don't play horseshoes. They play the beanbag in the hole. What's that? Cornhole. Cornhole. And I feel like that's like horseshoes to, for me. Mm-hmm. But I always enjoyed it. It was fun. I was not very good. My dad was pretty good. But we'd play. We used to have reunions, like family reunions, like huge. We don't have those anymore. Hmm kids these days i think it'd be us i'd be like the responsible party yeah maybe you should be throwing a reunion i don't know i mean with covid let's just have the break it's a zoom reunion i'd just like to see some of our basic family like your dad and sister mark and the kids and then my mom and larry mcgrammy just like keep it simple okay okay first things first and then we can get into reunion land i actually enjoyed reunions but i'd only eat the food like that my grandma and mom made because i'm weird about that Okay. Um, There would often be a game of backyard cricket happening throughout the day as well, followed by a swim in the pool and sometimes lunch by the barbecue. That sounds lovely. It's like 4th of July for us because that's when, uh, you know, it's summertime. I think our meals would be pretty different too. Instead of hot food, our lunches are generally cold meats, salads, fruit with cold desserts like pavlova and ice cream. Oh, pavlova is so delicious. What is pavlova? It's like a a custard. I don't want to fuck it up, but I think it's like a little, a fruit custard. A custard that makes the dog salivate? Some pavlova. Pavlova, yeah. <laughs> exactly. That was a pretty good joke. I give you 10 out of 10. I want to make sure I spell it right. Um, oh, Meringue-based dessert. Okay, so maybe custard was wrong, but meringue-based dessert with fruit. Looks like that. Beautiful. I love it. Beautiful. I'll order two of them. Named after the Russian ballerina, Anna Pavlova. Has a crisp crust and soft light inside, usually topped with fruit and whipped cream. Well, there you go. Interesting. A pavlova. Delicious. Yeah. Interesting. I thought it was more custardy, but I guess it's just like a cake. Okay. Anyways. 
though barbecued sausages or sizzles or sausage sizzles, as we call them, are pretty common too. And a lot of families do, do still have a cooked roast for Christmas dinner. Oh, interesting. It is interesting when the weather is different that you do different things, right? We do like total comfort food and they're like outside. It's like 4th of July. It's always kind of weird watching Christmas movies with everyone in the snow. While here in Australia, we are extremely hot and hiding in the air con as much as possible. I didn't even think about that because they're the only, well, I guess all of Asia. Is, is all of Asia on that same? No. Reverse, it's just Australia? Yeah, uh, the Southern Hemisphere versus the Northern he- mm, Hemisphere, right? So anyone who's in the Southern Hemisphere is getting, is it getting hot? warmer weather yeah. or, you know, extremely warm weather. How funny. Yeah. I enjoy that. Okay. Christmas in South Africa does not look like, you know. Yeah, Christmas. In, in England. Yeah, yeah. right. Um, the one fun thing is to always put the air con on as cold as possible. Sit under a fluffy blanket with a hot chocolate while watching Christmas movies. I agree. I really think that would be fun. Okay. Oh, and one last thing. We have our own Australian version of Jingle Bells, though we do still sing the original Christmas carols. If you want to listen, this is the link to our version. Cool. We're going to have to listen. It's a link. I see it to YouTube video. Hope you're both having a great week. Thank you for always keeping me entertained each week with the podcast. Love you both, Lauren. Thanks, Lauren. Thanks, Lauren. That was really fun. And I I think that's great. And I do, I've always wondered what people do in Australia. I should ask Joanna because she's from Australia, but having summer in winter here is kind of nice that's why a lot of americans if you guys don't know a lot of americans i assume people in general around the world go there for new year's like it's a big thing to go to australia for new year's you celebrate it first but it's also warm and you can over like in sydney out by the opera house they have a bunch that bridge is all lit up with fireworks and stuff it's really cool beautiful um okay this is the last thing Thank you for another great episode of the podcast. When you mentioned wanting to visit holidays around the world, remember when you were like every day or in a new place? I was like, that sounds exhausting and impossible. It made me think of uh, this cruise ship that is for the ultra rich. Oh, okay. What is it? Lifestyles of the rich and famous. Lifestyles of the rich Rich and famous. famous. The ship consists of various size condos that are in the millions. Really? The people who own the condos can get on or off at any time, I believe. When you two become multi-millionaires, you can look into buying one of these. Ha ha. Ha ha is right. That, that doesn't sound that bad. I had a, a dream when I was younger. Not a dream like I was asleep and had the dream, but a dream as in I was aspiring for something, you know. Mm. And it was to travel around, but be on a ship at all times. You get so seasick, though. I think, kid, you didn't know how seasick you got. This is true. I'd never been on the ocean before. But I always thought, wow, wouldn't it be amazing to see the world uh on a freighter by or, boat yeah exactly like well the bigger the working boat, the in the marine industry swaying you'd feel um but you guys it was only recently that sean was out on the ocean in a boat trying to fish with larry this was how many years ago three four years ago no like six years ago six five years, years ago. ago he was so sick first of all i was attacked by a fish <laughs> a flying fish no less stabbed well, me he was busy throwing up I was chumming the water so that other people could catch fish. I was not throwing up, you know, just because I was weak. I was throwing up because he was sick. Yeah. Super, super seasick. And then all the fish that they would caught had gone into this bucket. And one of them like, like jumped out and he had a spine and it went into his toe, threw a shoe into his toe. Did it ever. Oh my God. I was stabbed by this fish. And it's actually has venom in it. And so the guy. So I was already sick and weak. The captain of the ship. From being a good teammate and chumming the water. I don't know I if was, that's a really good teammate. Yeah. It's not your teammate. The captain said, buddy, uh, you've got a choice here. We can either cut your toe off, 
And I was like, that's not a very good choice. What's the other option? He goes, option B. I can put your toe in my mouth and suck on it. And I was like, I'm going to have to have you take my toe off. You know, like he did not. He said, take your shoe off and uh, sit down. Uh And I said, okay, you know, because he's going to look at it. The barb that was in my toe, probably about three inches long. And it went through the meat of my big toe and like it was all the way in. And he pulled it out with a pair of pliers. Did pretty, it go in the side? How did it get in the meat? Right below, like, like next to your toenail or no, something? No, like right underneath the, the, at the tip of the toe. Oh. And it drove. It went like diagonally? Yeah, it was disgusting. Um, and it was big. It wasn't like a small little piece. Jesus Christ. So he's looking, he's like, whoa, this is pretty bad. Um, he said, I'll be right back. So he goes over, he grabs the fish and he walks it over and he goes, this is like a. Anti-venom a, or whatever. old sailor's uh, trick, but he popped the eyeball out of the fish with his pocket knife. And then he put the eyeball on my uh, wound, on his wound and he squeezed the, the eyeball out of the eyeball sack, like a grape, you know? I mean, this is really gross, but. <laughs> but Sean still has and his I, toe. Yeah, I still have my toe. And I, you know, so. <laughs> we just cleaned it when he got home and bandaged up and it was yeah, fine. It was fine. But they. It healed the, up in like a couple days or he so. He said the anti-venom was in the eyeball. I don't Weird. know why a fish would carry around, you know, the secret sauce in his eye. But well, I think it's because it's probably their own makeup of how they generate it. Yep. You know what I mean? Like nature they, is wonderful. Nature is wonderful. Um, but yeah, Sean's had a few troubles with his toe. So that toe got spiked. And then when we were snowboarding years before, uh, Sean's boots, he had these Solomon snowboard boots for way too long. They'd gotten all packed down and they your feet could slide around in them. And so he'd, I don't know. I was doing he, a trick. And- yeah, I think he jumped off something and whacked his toe into the front of his boot because it was could move. And it caused it to get blood under the toenail. A hematoma? Yeah. Maybe? Is that a No, a I think world? it's just blood got trapped because yeah. it, it hit his toenail. And it's like me when I lost my toenails, you guys, when I like stubbed them really hard or I smashed my pinky into our closet door. Like, yeah. So that's when Barry was up there. You guys know Barry from my videos. If you watch them, he's a psychiatrist friend of ours. And he was up in Mammoth and Sean had gone... Okay, so this well, is how, the way it works. Yeah, you tell us. I'm messing so it up. because I, I thought I broke my foot. The pain was really severe. And so I went to the chalet at the at the ski hill mm-hmm. and I took my boot off and I'm looking. He means the lodge. Yeah. The, sorry, the lodge. <laughs> I'm just uh, being a smart ass. <laughs> and as I'm taking off my sock, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, this is bad. <laughs> my big toe, the nail had swollen. It, it looked like a balloon had inflated underneath the nail. And I didn't know that your your toe could do that but obviously it can like you know holds the blood in there was so it was it was so swollen my big toe looked like rudolph's nose it'd been injured and so (laughs) i hobbled over to the the medic station i was like hey um yeah what happened i I don't know what's i want to go back on the hill you know you paid all this money for your your lift ticket i don't want my day to be done you know yeah so the guy says oh my god that's disgusting and I said, well, my toe is disgusting. He said, no, you, you just smell bad. You know, like you're. Yeah, okay. No. Uh, he said, oh my God, that's disgusting. Um, I said, what do I do? He goes, you're going to have to go to the hospital. But buddy, I could I could fix it for you, but we're just not allowed to do that. I could tell you what to do. Otherwise, you have to go to the hospital. So I said, well, what's the, what's the fix? What's the fix? He goes, you're going to want to go up to the, the ticket counter where you get your ski ticket. He goes, get yourself the little metal uh Yeah, because I have like a. It's like a V and it hooks and they tape it onto your... Yeah, it's how your ticket... Uh, how they your, hold it to your jacket or whatever. Yep. So he says, take that, find yourself a lighter, sit down, 
light that little metal. It's basically like a paper clip. Mm-hmm. It's like a big paper clip. Light that metal until it glows red. And then shove it through your put it on on your nail. And what's going to happen is it's going to melt your nail and it'll make a hole in it so that the blood can be released. And I was like, oh, that sounds pretty fucked, you know. Like, I yeah, it's pretty scary. I don't really want to burn myself. It's already injured. Maybe I <laughs> Yeah, maybe I do go to the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, Is it gonna hurt? He said, You're gonna be fine. It may hurt a little bit, but you'll be fine. So I'm I'm sitting in the locker room trying to decide. I've, I've got all my my surgery equipment, you know. <laughs> uh, I I think I had a a little shot of vodka or something from the bar, you know. Like I'm You're like oh, let's I'm gonna do this. steal my nerves, you know. Let's do this, yeah. <laughs> so I've got my foot there, and there's a little kid looking as I, I'm as I'm heating up the, the the piece of metal, and the kid is looking terrified as well. I'm like, yeah, it's pretty bad, buddy. I don't. If I don't, if if I don't make, it, you, make it, you call nine one one. The pretty blonde lady who's looking for me that. I loved her very much. So, so dramatic. So I, I heat it up and I, I bring the hot poker to my big toe. And as I touch it, first of all, it felt amazing. It just like, it was just this the greatest release. Yeah, because there's so much pressure. The Your poor toenail release. was like, yeah. like holding in all that. But unfortunately, the blood shot out and it flew like, across you know did it hit anybody no no thank god no the little kid was a little shocked yeah he's probably like wow yeah yeah, that's pretty cool but i was able to snowboard about five minutes later yeah it was crazy guys and you did that for my pinky finger i didn't have like that kind of a situation remember it was still like really tender yeah and we poked a hole and the blood came out and it was better yeah so if you ever have a nail that's blackened by hitting it in a door this is medical advice nominal medical advice from sean st louis uh if you get sick from doing this don't sue me um, but it was funny because Barry was there and we'd call, I texted him and was like, Hey, Sean fucked his toe up. Would you come look at it? Because Barry's a doctor. Um, and he was like, yeah, 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 I'll be by in a bit. You know, we're, we're finishing up dinner, you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. He was so nice. He came over to our cabin and he was like, I would have told you to do the same thing. Yeah. He's like, just make sure you keep it clean. It was, yeah. He looked, yeah, he at looked it. to see if I had broken the toe on yeah. top of that. Yeah. Because he was like, am I going to take it off? I'm just kidding. He probably said something like that and joked with you, yeah. but yeah, but we were all good. So Sean has a, was it the same toe that had all those problems or is it a different toe? Uh, no, the, the left toe is the one that, um, I screwed up snowboarding the, the right toe is the one that the fish the fish attacked me mm, gotcha jokes on him we threw him on the barbecue yeah barry jokes not the you. uh not the fish no the barry fi- the the, oh barry okay so okay so this cruise ship for the ultra rich yeah oh you guys want to check it out so thank you priscilla for sending this in it says have a wonderful holiday the link to the ship is uh, aboard the world.com i'm gonna look, look it up. uh honestly because that just sounds like right up my alley it really does yeah but, to I be mean, on a ship gotta first of all with a make, condo nice. first i'm gonna need each of you to buy a million books <laughs> right step one step one watch all the videos click all the ads yeah multiple times <laughs> yeah we're not i don't think we're it's we're all millionaires you just got to get it out of the ground that's right i don't think we're gonna make it you know we're, we're working we're doing it but so those were great. Um, I made you do all the work today or you read all the letters. I don't mind reading. Reading's kind of nice. Yeah. I don't mind reading the letters. Cool. Well, I appreciate people sending in their letters. Yes, uh, thank you. Especially hearing different traditions and whatnot, you know, uh, especially this year because there's not a lot going on. Uh, we decided to super quarantine. We've gone like deep down the, the responsible. Deep in the core. Well, if you guys don't know, there's a more transmissible, transmittable, uh, Style of the virus. Style. 
I know. I was just trying to. It's a very zhuzh, stylish. I was trying virus. to zhuzh it up. Yeah. It's a new season. Strain new style. I know it's a new strain, but I'm just zhuzhing. Anyway, it's a new strain of the virus, and it's way more transmittable than the one before, I guess. And so they're stopping people from the UK traveling outside of other parts, even though they can still come to the States, which is awesome for us, question mark. Um, but I'm sure it's already here. Uh, we've had people that we know getting sick. And so we're just kind of just going to yeah, halt and- all. Not that we did anything. That's also the hilarious thing. We've, yeah. We've but seen we're, no one. We're, we've definitely locked it up a little bit more this week, just for the simple fact that the emergency rooms are full. Yes, we have 0% capacity. And it's a very big city with a lot of people that are still going to get sick over the holidays. So mm-hmm. I be think careful we, out there. Yeah. We just have to keep for ourselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have to keep the next, you know, three months as we're, we're, we're doing a good job, keeping in mind that we haven't gotten sick yet, which is yeah. nice because we don't know what the long term effects of this are. And, you know, we do do our best to to lead a, a happy life. But at the same time, we're we're definitely being really cautious and it's kind of wearing on us it's a little depressing i mean because here we are it's it, this is we're recording this on christmas eve day and how that, do you like our decorations that's not right it's just not our christmas right tree Sean. Is a little dry <laughs> a little uh, bit a no, little bit it, it isn't right but you know what but we're if, gonna cook a ham and we're gonna make mashed potatoes sans ranch yeah. seasoning and the green bean casserole and i'm gonna make deviled eggs which i'm very i'm actually really hungry right now i think because i we ate we were in this weird schedule, you guys. Our, is your sleep schedule fucked up? Like our sleep schedule is all fucked up. We're like staying up way later than we normally would. Anywhere from like 1 to 2.30 a.m. I almost said p.m. Well, it's your week off. So you're kind of. Well, I have two weeks off. Yeah. Don't shortchange no, me. No, no, no. I mean I'll like. You. you You weren't doing this beforehand. It's, no, it's during this is because it's holiday and yeah. vacation. But so staying up really late. Then we sleep in. I'm yawning as I even talk about this. We sleep until like noon. I wake up around 1030 or, you know, 1130, you know, but anyway, we I've get out of bed. I've already gone for a run. Um, you know, I, I, I've i written. How good, how good are your knee joints? Chap- chapters in my new novel. I'm curious how your knees are. They're pretty good. that running. Yeah. Well, that's why they're sore. But Last time you tried to run across the street, it didn't work very well. <laughs> so anyways, our days are all off. But yeah, so the main thing late. I was trying to say is that, I just you know, we're just, we're doing our best to to not get other people sick. So if we yeah. can take ourselves out of the equation because we're fortunate enough to be able to do that, then that's yeah. what we're doing is just take ourselves out of the equation so that we don't help pass along the or gems. Or get sick ourselves because, again, we don't know what the ramifications yeah. are. Exactly. And so the hospitals are full. So We're just losing our minds very slowly. Very cheery note, but that's losing fine. Losing our minds slowly in our apartment. Ooh. Uh, that's yeah, that's a good song. Yeah. That's our song. Um, so with that said, I think we're going to have to wrap it up. I hope you had a wonderful Christmas. Yeah. Uh, and happy new year. We will be seeing them before new year's. Will we? Yeah. 24, seven days. No, I don't think so. No, we won't. Well, happy new year's. Happy yeah. new. I feel like I should have, is going to be amazing. We should have put our hats on and. Yeah. Smoked a little dope. Is that what you're doing? No, I'm blowing a party, a party, oh. a party noise maker. Yeah. Me smoking dope. You know how often that happens and never. Yeah. I, it just looked like you were doing that. Yeah, no. <laughs> no, but I think everyone's going to have, uh, yes, the beginning of 2021 is going to be boring uh, because it's going to be more of this, not boring, but difficult, I should say, uh, whether I mean, it's both. financial, whether it's 
mental. Yeah. There's all sorts of things going on, but we are getting better. Yeah. And I know there's so much we could talk about with that, but I'm sick of it. Are you guys sick of it? I'm sick yeah. of it. I just I'm glad we did letters instead. 2021 is going to be awesome. And we're going to continue to work our way through your traditions. I really enjoy this, even though it's after Christmas and stuff. I enjoy it. The post-Christmas show. Yeah, it's the post-Christmas. Everybody loves those stories and they're funny. And I enjoy the fact that people do light the candles on their trees in certain parts of the world. And someone is responsible for watching that. They were daredevils. Yeah. That's crazy. Crazy. Wonderful. Well, Happy New Year. The 2021 is going to be better because we're going to make it better. Yeah, that's it. Okay. Oh, I thought you were flexing your... Yeah, I got to go to the gun show. Busy. Well, thank (laughs) you very much for being here with us. Um, Episode 47, 47 weeks. We're almost through a year. Wasn't it April we started or March? We've 47 weeks out of... uh, 52? 52. Is that how many weeks are in a year? Yeah. I don't know. We're getting there. Yeah, we're, we're almost, getting there. We're almost at a full a full year full of episodes, which is great. Yep. Uh, wherever you're listening, thank you very much for doing that. Yep. Share the podcast. Leave good reviews. Yeah. Have a wonderful, wonderful, relaxing holiday. Most of all, be safe. Yep. And um, we'll see you next week. Yeah. Thank you. Bye. Bye.